I V M. Welcome to another week on IVM Podcast. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This week on Cyrus Says, Cyrus talks to restauranteurs Pankil Shah, Abhishek Kunawar, and Sumit Kambir of Neighborhood Hospitality. They talk about their past and they talk about their future. They talk a lot more about their future in a new show that we got launching called The Kolaba Cartel. Please make sure that you check that out as well. In a two-episode special on the Pragati Podcast, Pavan and Hamsini are joined by author and legal expert Rahul Mathan to discuss the Shri Krishna Report and India's stress with the concept of privacy. On Shuni One this week, we have Vishal Gondal from The Vishal Gondal Show. He takes us through his journey on Goki. And just a quick shout out to all of our listeners. Along with the Kolaba Cartel, we have a whole host of other shows launching this month. So stay tuned to the IBM Podcast app and make sure that you follow all of our new shows as well. It's very rare that you get an opportunity to actually sit back and have a talk with somebody you knew now for almost 20 years. Uh, you've shared not one, but maybe multiple beds with him. Uh, you have gone to God knows how many places. You've been in fighting matches. You've been in boardrooms where people have been yelling at you, but he was on your side somehow. Uh, you've also been on situations where he's been your mentor, guru, friend, guide, and somebody who's been constantly, I think ever since I've been an entrepreneur, I think he has been my mentor. And more than my mentor, uh, somebody I always look up to. He's been controversial. He always has new ideas. He always breaks the mold. But I think one very, very amazing thing about uh, my guest today is he's somebody I call Mamu. And I think everybody should also start calling him Mamu. Uh, because he's none other than Mahesh Murthy, the Mamu for India for me and for all the startup worlds and everybody out there. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Vishy. It's good to be here. Yeah, and, and you call me Vishy and I call you Mamu. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's yeah. the the secret code. Yeah, I don't know if you hate Vishy or not, but certainly Mamu was something that uh, you know. I, I think cops are called Mamus here, and I'm anything but a cop. So. No, no, Mamu is also you know mother's brother. You know, is your Mamu. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Mamu is also uh, known in a good way. So I, I was actually named Mamu by the folks at. Uh, Channel V when I used to run it, Ma as many it comes from Mahesh and move from Murthy, so uh, it was one of those really odd, uh, strange abbreviations. But uh, it's good to be here, Vishal. Yeah, uh, as we just talked, we started sharing a bed twenty years ago, and it's uh, it's always nice to see the guy that you uh, who was snoring in your bed twenty years ago and how far <laughs> he's come today. Uh, you know, much healthier now with a health band around his uh, wrist. But hey, Vishy, uh, thank you for having me. And yeah, it's been almost 20 years and awesome to be with you again. No, no. And again, I said the idea of really getting you on the show was, sir, A, we want to know so much about you. I mean, right from all the crazy things you did when you came to India, you dropped out of college, you've done stuff in America, you've made movies, you've done television, you've done startups, you've invested in things, you have been in the media and off late, you've also been controversial around certain things, which we are going to talk about later. But I think the key thing about Mamu is that people can hate you or love you, but they cannot ignore you. So tell me, how did this start? Were you like this from your childhood itself? Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to ask my parents that. I was actually a pretty well-behaved kid till my 10th. You know, I was good. Tam brand. And this was Hyderabad? All over India. Yeah. My dad was in the army. So okay. I grew up in 
think Srinagar, Baroda, Tezpur, wherever dad got posted, uh, uh, Masuri, Delhi. And your brother was also is also in the army. Yeah, or? my youngest brother was in the air force, and okay. he he now uh, has left after getting his you know doing his stint uh, twenty twenty five years, and he's a pilot with uh, one of the airlines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was a standard issue South Indian Tambram boy. You know, one of those you know you have to get hundred and hundred in every subject because otherwise what the hell, right? You know, and <laughs> <laughs> so I. I, I I think I followed that path till about 9th or 10th. I think I remember topping the state in my 10th and saying, yeah, I'm not excited about this. I don't know what, what this big deal is. Uh, I did okay in my 12th too. And then I think uh, uh, you know, the standard thing for any Tambram Ayer boy is that there's a really complex system called what should your career be? And the system is very mathematical and very scientifically determined. And mathematical? It, yeah. It, it basically goes like this, that if you're good at maths and if you're good at science, you're very lucky because you can be a doctor or an engineer. Okay. If you're good at maths but not at science, uh, you're okay. You can be a chartered accountant. <laughs> if you're good at science but not maths, you can be a second class doctor. It's okay. If you're not good at maths, not good at science, we have to find you somebody rich to marry. So that's the entire... You that's know, the mathematics. That's the mathematics and the decision tree that goes into uh, your career thing. And those are the only options that are known to you. And somehow being cursed or blessed with some ability in math and science, then I was pretty much told, boss, doctor or engineer. You were like a quizzing champion in school, right? I was pretty good at quizzing. Yeah, yeah. Even now? I'm pretty good, right? Yeah. I'm going to quiz good you as... later at yeah. the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to have some quiz questions. Too. Sure, sure. And uh, in fact, the uh, for the longest time, the Bombay Quiz Club was based uh, sitting at the Pinstrom office at one of my investor companies. It sits at the other, another investor company today, Dolali. So uh, out here in Bombay. So, uh, Did you ever take part in Bon Vita quiz contest? Bon Vita, no. But I have taken part in quite a few others. So <laughs> yeah, I know like, Derek O'Brien used to use the, host yes, this yes. BQC. Yes, yes, Derek O'Brien. And he's hosted a few quizzes. I remember him actually... In one particular quiz, mocking Mamta Banerjee and a few years later joining her. So it was just, <laughs> <laughs> direct what happened. Yeah, so uh, uh, then I got into engineering because I took the very scientific decision that I didn't like the sight of blood. That must mean I'm genetically cut out to be an engineer and not a doctor. <laughs> but getting into engineering, I found it was extraordinarily boring. I just couldn't be in class. I didn't, you know, so after a year, and, and I think during that year, I uh, at the end of the year, I, I was listening to this song by Pink Floyd called Time. And there were these lines saying, you know, taking away the moments that make up a dull day, you fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way, kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown, waiting for someone or something to show you the way, wow. hanging around in quiet desperation. That's the English way. And so on and so forth, right? And I said, shit, that song's written about me. That's me. I'm kicking around on a piece of ground in the hometown, <laughs> waiting for someone or something to show and me the way. this hometown was Hyderabad. This hometown was in Hyderabad or Sikandrabad more technically. And I, I said, okay, all right. So uh, I don't know what I want to do, but I don't want to be an engineer, right? And I think that's been the course of my career since. So you, you've talked about everything from television to movies to whatever, to satellites to whatever. I think that's true even today. I don't know what I want to do. But by doing everything, I figure out what I don't want yeah. want to do. So I, I'm one of those guys who's not had a focus other than to say that, let me find out everything I don't want to do and do the rest. Yeah. Right? So I want to kind of quickly, you know, take a time machine and go back to, I think, 1999, 2000. Mm. I remember meeting you for the first time. This is... You know, the early days of the startup world, there were no advisors, there were no mentors, there was nobody. 
you know, we had raised money from uh, Infinity and ILFS. Praveen Bhai, Praveen Gandhi yes. was on our board. And of course, in our company, shit had gone wrong. Everything <laughs> was on fire. And Praveen Bhai once called me and said, he's got somebody who's going to help us. You know, like he said, you needed gray hair. Actually, that's what he told me. <laughs> and he has found somebody with this gray hair. And somehow your hair always had that grayish tint. Yeah. And then for the first time, these two people walk into my office in Chembur also. Yeah. And I remember you and Arun. Arun, Arun Pai. Pai. Yes. And you had introduced yourself as Passion Fund. Correct. And I think that was the first time. And I then realized that we really hit it off very well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what was your thoughts? I mean, because you were also, I don't know, what did Praveen Bhai tell you about us? So essentially, I think... Uh, one of the things I had come back to India actually to, I was hired out of the US to come back to India and run Channel V and before that I had done this thing where I'd helped launch Amazon and, and had launched Yahoo and all that I designed Amazon also and, and uh, so that they, was in Seattle you were in Portland right? I was in Portland then Seattle both uh, so uh, there was some internet conference one of those ones and Galti se mujhe bula diya tha ki bhaiya aap aake ek bhashan dijiye so I basically went up to say look you guys are building websites and these are things 15 things I learned from Amazon uh, this is what I can share, you know, and it turned out to be a huge hit because Andhome Kana Raja was the only guy that who had done anything in the dot com world. <laughs> and uh, I think that uh, kind of fired off this uh, angel investing career and stuff. And Arun and I met at that particular conference and then Praveen and I met a little bit. Praveen, I think I remember him coming and saying, uh, you know, uh, there is this guy, he's young and bright. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> All right. So he kind of, uh, you know, positioned you as, you know, so he said, yeah, I was like 22 or something at that time. Yeah. yeah. So like he said, hey, I'm, he says, I don't know all this gaming shaming. Just can you please go and, you know, uh, help them out. Give them your gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think Arun and I parachuted in, uh, you know, I, he said, go be what? Some acting CEO advisor. I, say. I you know, I don't think I ever was that. I was more like your friend. Oh, but then he got uh, Amitabh Shivasta. Amitabh Shivasta, yeah. Infosys and all that. The poor man. And I think uh, uh, Amitabh was meant to keep you straight, but instead both of us basically turned on him until he pulled out <laughs> his hair and ran away saying, I can't handle exactly. this uh, Vishalan Mahesh thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was when I think uh, we ended up refocusing the company. Uh, we went to E3. Yeah, we had gone to Los Angeles for the biggest gaming show. Yeah, to E3. E3. I remember in LA, uh, you guys should know this. I mean, uh, it was frightfully expensive and Vishy and I had to share a hotel room in a bed. And <laughs> <laughs> so well, I don't know what people <laughs> say today about it. Hey, you huh? know, section 377, I, you know, <laughs> hopefully by today, what we did that day should be legal. <laughs> but that was in the US anyway, okay. right? So, um, it was, uh, and I think the high time point was that we had, the, you know, this fourth Star Wars thing coming out that day. And we the were Revenge of the Clones. The Revenge the of the Clones. And we were seeing it in a digital theater in Grauman's the Chinese, Chinese theater, theater yeah. which is where the Oscars are held. It was the first digital projection system. I was completely thrilled so I got the only remaining tickets which happened to be front row tickets I dragged you to the movie and you bugger you fell asleep <laughs> I was jet lagged <laughs> and you know this guy we are seeing this great movie in this great theatre where the Oscars are seeing and you know Mr. Gondal is fast asleep <laughs> snoring the front row right so 
uh, I had to, of course, pretend I didn't know him, but till I finally. No, but tried. I think one thing you really taught me, and I tell everybody, and I give credit. You taught me how to make PowerPoint presentation because and our I, presentations were so boring that yeah, yeah. The, my only competence, I think, even today is PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, there are guys who do better Excel than me. You know, I think in my life I've gone from Microsoft Word to PowerPoint to now Excel. You know, so it's not so much of a So outlook, I'm still terrible at that or, you know, nothing else. Access and all that, I don't need. But I started out being a writer, then being kind of a presenter of concepts. And, and now, you know, because uh, I run a fund and have 50, 60 yeah. companies that I look at, it's, it's, it's a lot yeah. more Excel. But you know, one of the things was that, you know, somehow it always felt that you were the only person who understood what we were doing. The problem we had with Praveen Bhai and all these other, I'm sorry to say, these investor types was they always wanted to go to an Excel sheet and say, Achha, abhi batao, iska business plan, kya hai, iska unit economics, kya hai, or koi product, kya hai, aaj tak pucha nahi hai, yeah. game ka story, kya hai. And yeah. I think with you, we were only focusing on the product and the creatives. And I think the key change that we tried to bring about, we, two of them, you know, we moved from desktop to mobile and that was a time we basically said at that point we should do it. It was very a long time ago and we also said we want to be less of a services company and more, more of, of a, a product, product company. company and both of these were very, very strange in India then. You know, exactly. I remember even then a couple of years later I took one of my product companies public and we, uh, a software company, it was called Geodesic then and uh, nobody wanted to talk to us. Hey, you services, Corona. Ye sab kya product hey, bana basically, these are all the software services companies. Everything they did, they wanted to convert haan, it into rate. manpower. Rate aapka, haan, you, haan, you, US, what is the US dollar rate? What is the India rate? What is the arbitrage? So let us do the arbitrage business, which is what I call the SMK sector. We will do it in sector. Whatever you do, we will do it in SMK sector. People were very angry saying, boss, don't. These are IT. IT is a This is like uh, the flesh trade. These take brown skin and I will rent you brown skin at $10 yeah. an hour and you rent it out at $50 an hour yeah. and you make $40 an hour as profit, right? So we were paid a $40, uh, you know, discount or whatever for because our skin was brown and not white. Yeah. And, so, and later on, actually, the reason we made all these high margins were because when people downloaded our Spider-Man game, they didn't play less. They paid yeah. the same $5. Correct. Whether yeah. who made it, it didn't matter to yeah. the people. What and mattered this was, was the yeah, game. And this was very, very hard to explain to people saying, boss, you know, tell me your man, man you know, you are hiring at $5 an hour and you are selling at $10 an hour and we said boss we are selling a product and uh, so it was hard going then I, I remember back then I think the those were the heydays of even Alok Kejriwal yeah. he was then in the games to win games point to at, win, yeah. before it sold out so I think uh, India Games was then uh, part of that entire sector it, and it was fun I mean uh, I've been always amazed Vishy at how uh, you've taken India Games and turned it around and sold it again and turned it around and sold it again and turned it around and sold it again so every two years it's a, oh Vishy sold India Games again <laughs> And we also bought for game. And you bought it back. and so. But now uh, you've got nothing to do so with it now. Now Disney has uh-huh. Disney, Disney And I'm glad you got a good exit and stuff. And you're doing your... But if you remember, sir, we were among the first people. If you, Infinity made 17x return, yes, you know, when yes, we absolutely. sold to the Chinese. Absolutely. Uh, uh, when Praveen and I went and uh, we decided to create a fund together. We went and so we basically said, look, this is a story where we worked together. And, you know, this is India games where... Praveen invested and I was kind of on the board as yeah. his representative and stuff. And uh, it was a good story. Yeah? And, and that fund, I think Google put money in us. Uh, Motorola put money yeah, in us. Seed Fund 1 was yeah. Uh, smashing. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we got, I think, 23, 24x returns on Redbus. We got 
9 10x returns on carwale which and carwale was we had rented our space to carwale yeah, yeah so it was this very incestuous ecosystem uh, <laughs> you know back then where everybody knew everybody and uh, it was good fun times i mean i think uh, a lot of the if somebody ever writes a history of the indian startup movement uh, i think these early days from 98 99 onwards have been uh, yeah, because companies cool. who survived that time were really bad abhi log bolte funding nahi hai unko pata nahi us din wo time kya tha kuch bhi nahi tha then it was like i remember because uh, channel b got sold off to star and they so we started this thing you know a pirate station called channel uh, vindia.com which they went and gave to india.com yeah india was uh, sunil uh, sunil ullas company sunil ullas company and they took a huge amount of money and sunila and there was this guy from this other guy pradeep kar from yeah. bangalore and that company completely imploded and crashed and you know this was crazy because in the first month we went in the market we made 24 lakhs in revenues at which point they quickly went to minus 24 lakhs right so uh, anyway that was uh, the wisdom of uh, but i think you were among the first product guys if if you know i think my recollection of you is and even now that two things were your big strength product and marketing while everybody else talked about finance and corporate governance and all that but your strength was product and marketing yeah, all the time yeah i i came from being a copywriter to working in the us to seeing what amazon and yahoo did and you know i used to keep telling the story that look uh, and infosys has as much as many people as a microsoft you know then it had 50000 50000 and microsoft revenues were 20 times infosys revenues essentially saying that even though infosys has people in india and it's selling to the same people in the world the premium you get by having a product instead of a service is 20x and the market cap you get is 20x plus right so uh, but we were told that we were being unpatriotic because you know india needs employment and hence you need to start services companies i never believed that yeah. ki bhaiya you know i have to earn less money because india needs employment yeah, government can do that yeah, but it's not the job of entrepreneurs so, to so do that so from quitting college in hyderabad or hmm. sikandrabad how hmm. did you end up in the us how did that happen So actually, yeah, that's interesting. So uh, there was a belief for a long time that you can't get a H one visa unless you're a engineering master's or yeah. something. I went on a twelfth class pass, you know. H one visa. H one, yeah, yeah. But somebody had to give you a job for getting an H one, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so I was offered a job. So essentially, from uh, you, you, I dropped out of. Uh, college and then my parents kicked me out of the house because you know good tambram south indian boys you know you, you can't so the entire black men was you go back to college you stay with us i said no man i i'll leave so you left house in like in a tamil household that's like a big deal right i said hota nahi hai na yeah yeah hota nahi hai the black sheep is kept in the house like yeah, this this black sheep was on the street so i was on the street so the the nice thing is that i've been down and out so often so it's all right yeah it's okay be and then the first job the only job i got i remember that day uh, in those days was i was a Door to door salesman for a vacuum cleaner company, and I had Eureka to go. Eureka Forbes. Eureka Forbes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where <laughs> so I learned. So, after uh, vacuum, vacuum cleaner business, I thought. Every day I had to go and. Life, yeah. Safai kar di. Ah, knock on the door twenty five times or twenty or twenty five times and get rejected nineteen or twenty four times. So, actually, the, but the, you know, the best sales people in the world. Have come from Eureka Forbes. That's Maybe so, I've but told. you know, I'm I'm a terrible salesperson. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you saying? You can sell. I'm a marketing guy. I'm an Eskimo. I'm a marketing okay. guy. So I figured that you know, sales guys sell. A marketing guy makes people want to buy. Big okay. difference. So I make. I'm good at maybe making, making people, people want to, to buy, buy, which is different from selling. So uh, the nice thing that the that sales job taught me because I was rejected so often. You when you when you rejected twenty four times every day out of twenty five, you take every rejection in life saying, "Okay, yeah, it's all right, right." So from there, I. 
kind of failed and because I failed to be a good salesman, they made me a trainer and they promoted me. So you, you get promoted Ooh. for failing. So I was a trainer, training people twice my age on, you know, who wanted to be movie stars, etc. and Hyderabad, but I ended up being salesman on how to sell and stuff. <laughs> So Hyderabad message So in fact, yeah, yeah, lots of uh, Bombaya Hindi is all derived from Hyderabad. Yeah, Hyderabad, yeah. And uh, after that, so essentially, I, I I was terrible at that. Then I tried to start a business, I failed. I tried to start a second business, I failed. And then finally, uh, somebody said, uh, you know, it, I got pointed at an advertising agency. I think people are good for nothing. Land but up you in could advertising. make good brochures, brochures also. Right? Ah, yeah. So I was doing designing brochures. Uh, I tried to become a designer. Of course, I knew nothing about even the D of design, but I tried to design brochures and logos. And then where were you staying if your parents had thrown you so out? I had uh, taken up a flat uh, where I was paying, I remember, 600 rupees as rent and sharing it with four other guys. So we had 150 rupees each as rent, which is tough because my salary was 300 rupees wow. <laughs> so half the salary would go in rent and the rest was commission we were supposed to make 1500 rupees on commission right anyway so uh, landed up in advertising and then you know uh, they gave me a 400 rupees salary after fighting with them first I worked for free for a month and a half to prove that I could do something uh, then won them a lot what of what kind of advertising was so there? this was a Bidla agency called ASP and what was really interesting is, you know, six years after that, they asked me to be the national creative director of that agency. <laughs> I said, no, never, no. You were the guys who screwed me over. Four hundred rupees. I had to beg for that. Yeah. Like three months, they said, you work for free. And then after that, during those three months when I worked for free, I won them a 20 lakh rupee business alone. Right. Okay. I was a photographer, art director, visualizer, copywriter, everything. And after that, I went to the branch manager. Up to the tankha, yeah, 20 lakh laya hmm. And apparently, they had a three and a half hour meeting to decide what salary to give me. After which, they gave me 400 rupees salary. <laughs> right. So, so I mean, I I I learned absolutely then how yeah. at least that generation. Hyderabad ki koile ki khan se And it, after that, I was told it was such a huge dispensation. They really made such a huge exception in my case as a very special case to give me a salary of 400 rupees <laughs> like I said the ironic thing was 5-6 years later I was asked to be the national creative head and the boss of the guy who hired me wow right and I I said no I had other things to do <clears throat> so anyway landed up in advertising and uh, you know then the mecca of advertising was Bombay and it still is so finally after working there I worked in Ulka in Hyderabad and then uh, I was always wanted to be in Bombay came here and uh, showed my, I was, I really loved three agencies, you know, Enterprise Trikaya, which is a Trikaya Grey. Enterprise, it's been, it's part of somebody else right now. I don't know who. Mm. And, and, ha, everything is owned by WPP. Then two, ha, three people. Right? Every, everything is owned by WPP, which was owned by Martin Sorel. <laughs> and he's also out now. Yeah. So it's owned by somebody else. Right. Uh, and in those days, so I think uh, Redef to rejected me outright. Uh, Enterprise rejected me. In fact, the guy, again, interesting story. The guy who rejected me, I was a guy called Rajan Nair, who I funded his company 20 years later. <laughs> I, they were tired of telling him, you rejected me and I funded you. <laughs> later. And then Trikaya gave me a job that was based on the rejected work that I had done. So they said, your, your published work is crap. And anyway, I got it. I did well at Trikaya. They, then I did uh, some work for a computer client. They sent me to Delhi. 
uh, I did pretty well. We had a crazy relationship. This was a client HCL. We did some really fun stuff. We and did. This was which year we're talking about? This was eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. Eighty seven. Yeah, wow. I was twenty one years old then. I, right. So twenty one may already you had done all these things. Wow. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, I, I had two failed businesses. I tried to be a closed circuit TV announcer. It was terrible at that. So I, I I knew by then you know ghat ghat ka pani apne tab tak pee liya tha PPK matlab bahut bimari bhi hogi ghaton ki and yeah so then I figured out advertising was the thing I was not yet failing at so uh, it must be that maybe I should be there. I'm good at that I yeah I'm not bad at that I know but okay. I'm good at what I still <laughs> don't know what bad. I'm good at so then from there uh, did pretty well I won some copywriter of the year some random award show award stuff at Trikaya and then at the age of 23 had a midlife crisis saying boss <laughs> I'm already working so midlife crisis <laughs> at the age of 23 I had a crazy boss you know I had this deep thing saying am I doing the best I can I was in India's best agency I was paid really well Trikaya used to pay me a hell of a lot of money my, my dad would look at my salary then you know I was 22 or something he had retired by then at the age of you know 52 or whatever and my salary was three times his last salary after 30 years of service right <laughs> and I was a 12th class pass right and he asked if I was dealing drugs what was I doing was I doing something <laughs> illegal Kuch to hai. Uh, you know and then uh, you know, other people, somebody asked, you copywriter, you handwriting, you copy, copy, writing, copywriter, 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 the Vishal Gondal Show will be right back after this break. Give me a word. Or any line. Anything can happen, man. What did you say? Topi. Okay. Mohan Joshi hated wearing topis. He felt suffocated in them. Topi pehente hi usse school ki yaad aati thi. Where of course he had no choice but to wear a topi. But jis din pass out hua, usi din usne apne topi ka bonfire bana diya. And since then, he'd never worn a cap or a hat. Na kadakti dhoop mein and not even to bacho from the thandi. But from Monday 26th February, Mohan Joshi had to wear a topi all the time. Why? Because if he didn't, everyone around him knew exactly what kya soch raha tha. They knew that he was wondering how the girl in the yellow churidar would look pina kapde ke. They knew when he was calling the boss a sadela tamatar. They knew everything. But how did this happen? Hey brother, this is the story. And this story you didn't by giving me the starting word. This is the the Crocs Tales. Words are you, the story Catch the stories on Monday and Thursday on the IBM website, app and anywhere you get your podcast from. See you soon. So after at the end of the midlife crisis, I said, what should I do? What's my next step? I'm already working in India's best agency. I'm already paid a lot. So then I said, okay, what I need to do is look further beyond. And, and uh, so it is, I'll tell you this interesting story. So I said, okay, I have to go to either Hong Kong or Singapore to grow in this business. Ab, kuch at age dek, of 23. At age of 23, right? I magazine mil gaya tha and also by then, again, ironically, there was a magazine called A&M in India, which had said, the six Indians to watch out in the future or something. Mm. And they had named me out of that. And again, the ironic thing is Shrikant Khandekar, who 
published A&M Red. I funded him later. पैसा सोने की सिक्का ले लो Okay. I remember भी जब हुआ था ना आईपीओ तभी भी आईपीओ एडवर्टाइज ऑन टीवी you know and and then selling the gold to buy some air ticket so i i bought this bon- uh, i was in delhi then delhi uh, hong kong singapore air ticket and also uh, we didn't have a fax machine nobody knew faxes i mean we, we couldn't afford one and all these guys had fax machines and had telex numbers we had a telex machine in the office and for people who don't know what a telex is imagine a a typewriter which is connected to another typewriter over a wire yeah. right so you if you type here cut 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 it types out on the other end cut 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 right so it's like a two two typewriters connected by a wire तो मुझे कुछ पता फैक्स फैक्स तो था नहीं तो आई टू आई सेंड टेलेक्सेस टू दिस एजेंसी से मैं आ रहा हूँ इंटरव्यू दे दो करके <laughs> तो दो तीन एजेंसी ने टेलेक्स पूछा अच्छा आ जाओ ये टाइम पे okay. तो मैं चले गया आई रिमेम्बर आई वेंट टू Ogilvy in Hong Kong, and this mad South African guy interviewed me. Looked at my work, and thought, "Shit, shit, it's shit, it's shit, it's shit, it's shit." I said, "Okay, yeah, this is we have to name it like that." And then he says, "But I'm hiring you. I really like the creativity in your application. Everybody else faxes me, you telexed me." <laughs> okay, I kept quiet. <laughs> I didn't want to tell him. We didn't have a fax machine. <laughs> okay, so so that's how I got a job yeah, in, in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, <laughs> telex ki wajah se. Telex, ha, because I sent a telex and he thought it was really creative. When everybody sends fax, you sent a telex. Abhi kya bolu, bhaiya? I, I mean, very third world country. That is marketing. That is. हमने सर हमारे ये game बनाई थी हमने तो हमने अपना invitation ना एक test tube के अंदर भेजा था dry ice डाल के. वो आप खोलेगा ना तो धुआँ वो निकलता है. वो इतना पसंद आया था उसकी वजह से बहुत लोग आए थे हमारे इवेंट के लिए तो ये सब ये सब चीजें चलता बट यू एटलीस्ट न्यू यू डूइंग समथिंग क्रिएटिव आई डिड नॉट थिंक डूंगली थॉट क्रिएटिव पैसा नहीं था क्या करें मजबूरी एडवर्टाइजिंग बिजनेस यही है त्रिका है I I had to do work which worked in Vietnam as well as Hong Kong. So you couldn't do copy. You had to work in multiple languages. So I really learned two things: one, how to communicate visually, and two, film. So I started also being a film director. Uh, and one of the things I did back then was uh, help launch MTV in India. So as my mother says, yeah, Hong Kong is all in India. Correct. Star was in Hong Kong. Star was there. So I worked with Star. I worked with guess who? Uh, you know, uh, later on we sold this company to you know. Murdoch. Peter Mukherjee and Murdoch, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> right back then. Okay. So anyway, so did lots of work. So as my mother says, "Beta, you're responsible for the decline and fall of India, Indian culture." <laughs> I said, "Yes, Mama, what can yeah, I say?" Yeah, MTV was like this ah, big so, black. So, so a lot of early films for MTV. The then the entire channel we quick gun Murugan. We are like this only. Mm. So a lot of that stuff I was kind of responsible for then. So uh, after doing that stuff uh, in Hong Kong, I, I you know in '93 or something, I was one of the first guys in Hong Kong to uh, get an internet connection and open a browser and see a. Goldfish in a fish bowl on Mark Andreessen's desk at the University of <laughs> Netscape. Ah, uh-huh, long before Netscape was formed. Okay, right. So I remember running to the branch manager, Okilbi, and saying, "Boss, this internet thing is going to be the future." 
allow me to start this digital thing. He said, are you mad? It's never going to amount to anything. So I think I probably Ogilvy still believes that I think even today, <laughs> right? So I said, no, no, I have to do this. Digital is a very exciting thing. So uh, then I, I used to then go to the US embassy to pick up copies of Wired magazine. You know, 93 yeah. was first. And one I read about this really cool agency that three guys from Apple Computer had formed. So I didn't know anything. I emailed them. And emails, we didn't have browsers then. So it was all Unix based. So I was, yeah. you know. PPP. Hi, PPP and all that. So I used Pine and Elm and all that to, on a, on, on a bulletin board and all that. So I'd email and, so I was emailing random, you know, I was taking the first name and first letter of last name and, you know, till something worked. And then these guys started writing back. And then one guy basically in the same agency offered me a job site and said, come on. Now, the interesting thing is, <clears throat> I'd gone to the US because we'd won some awards for the MTV stuff. I'd won what best ad film of the decade and all that. So I used to be, yeah. by the way. Uh, MTV I, was what an iconic brand, but today it's nothing. I mean, yeah, that's a different discussion. Yeah. Yeah. But we had, you know, those days, the film director days. And I, I used to do pretty crazy stuff. And uh, on the way back, I stopped at uh, uh, San Francisco, showed me the work. They liked it and said, okay, uh, we want you to be a creative director. And they were only doing B2B. And I said, boss, I'm not interested in this B2B. The future of digital is going to be retail and B2C. It's not a chance, but don't worry, you can do something, you can build it out. So for the next two, three years, I, I, when, when I moved to the US, I would get all so the details. from Hong Kong, you directly went to San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. Now, they, interestingly, they offered me a job and I didn't like Silicon Valley. It was like a crap place. The Silicon Valley in, in 93, 94 was nothing here. I mean, so anyway, I, uh, I was then married and my then wife and I decided that we wanted to have a kid. And I said, do you have any place in the US which is beautiful, which is green? You know, uh, I can work. I can. But, but San Francisco and Bay Area is beautiful, right? Yeah, but I, it was very crowded here. I didn't, I mean, I'd, I was coming from Hong Kong and I didn't like the, you know, the, the craziness. So interestingly, I said, yeah, I go to Portland, Oregon. Uh, we have a small office there. See what happens. So I went there and interestingly, I met the creative director. Then I met the branch manager. And the creative director was, ah, nothing. Branch manager is, okay, okay, you come back. I'll call you in two so days. Intel is in Portland, right? Intel, Intel is in Portland yeah, and, and Nike is in Portland. Nike is in Portland. Right? But I was still going to work on Bay Area clients. Now, the interesting thing is after two days, I got a call from the branch manager saying, come and meet me. I interviewed the creative director at this agency in Portland and he didn't seem to be very interested. And then I interviewed the branch manager who seemed slightly interested, but I, you know, he talked to me a, a day or two later. He called me and said, okay, meet me after two days. I went and met him. So he says, okay, uh, would you be willing to accept the job of creative director here? I said, but I just interviewed with the creative director <laughs> yesterday. He says, yeah, I fired him. <laughs> so it was crazy. <laughs> That's why. Okay. <laughs> so it was, it was like very bizarre, but uh, but I uh, got in there and I had a great time. So because they were so focused on B2B, I got a pick of B2C clients. They didn't care about B2C. So I ended up actually saying fight. So one guy said, I, you know, my father's got this investment in this uh, startup that I don't want to deal with. They want, you know, to change the website. Who the hell does websites? It's this, uh, it's got a stupid name. It's called Yahoo. Who, you know, I'm thinking of turning it off. I said, no, 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 we should do it, right? So I remember going and meeting David Yang, you know, Jerry, Jerry Yang, David Philo, Jerry Yang, yeah. uh, you know, and I was going in my full, I used to wear a jacket and, you know, pants on. These guys were wearing, you know, chaddi t-shirts, right? Yeah. You know, at Stanford. <clears throat> but read it that and help them actually you know, become faster, relearned how to design websites there. So at one point, I was trying to figure out all the categorization of all human knowledge. So it was just crazy. I would sit in the room, I think for about 20 days, trying to categorize all human knowledge into categories. Wow. So I was so completely unqualified for this. And there was nobody else who had done it. So I didn't know what I was doing. So everything was by in instinct. So even if you see, you know, Yahoo had this 
cool, you know, uh, eyeglasses icons yeah. and all that. So those were things that we designed back then yeah, in 94. The Yahoo 94. Mail and Messenger was so iconic. And yeah. So we've done all of those things back then. Uh, Yahoo has been mismanaged for a long time, I believe. And then interestingly, the, you know, I said, okay, there's this thing called Amazon starting. And they said, ah, it's, nothing's going to happen. Who's going to buy online? And I fought with the my... <clears throat> By then they had, uh, I think made me, Galti said that one of the directors of the company board and I fought with the board saying, no, no, we have to go and handle it. What was the name of this agency? It was called CKS Partners. Right? CKS. Yeah, the three guys who founded it. Okay. They found it went public and all that. I'll tell you another interesting thing about CKS. What, I, I got into trouble uh, uh, with, with the name, with them at CKS for a stunt I pulled. So anyway, I went, uh, then I remember meeting uh, uh, the world's richest man now, Jeff Bezos. And he was sitting at a table in an office which was smaller than my agency office. It was a small branch, right? Uh, and his table was this de- door, right? And uh, he somehow said, yeah, I'll give you the business. And uh, so I uh, did this entire Earth's Biggest Bookstore campaign, designed uh, websites. I learned so much from him because I remember, we had, I think IE3 had come out yeah. and they were using tables. And he said, I don't want to use tables. And he had this strange thing saying, you know, there are, I want to use, I want a website that works for every user of the internet in the world. I was like, boss, with, ta- with tables, it looks so much better. Without tables, it, yeah. you know, he said, look, there are US soldiers in Kosovo who are serving right now who have access to very low bandwidth internet where tables won't work. I have to sell to them. He says, the equivalent of saying, I'm going to build a store and and the doors will only be two feet wide. So anybody with a waist greater than 120 inches can't enter. I said, I want to sell to the guy with a 130 inch waist also. Yeah. Right. That's what I actually learned. I learned a hell of a lot from him. Right. So we did that and, you know, we used to curse him, but he was right. Even from the logo, he said, do the logo of Amazon and, you know, we, Amazon was in the book. So we did this really cool logo with, you know, Amazon forest, the mystery of books and the depth mm-hmm. of life. He says, no, Amazon is a river, volume, volume, volume. We said, that's boring. He says, no, one day I will sell everything. And this is Jeff in 96, 97. Wow. So we shut up and we did it. And he's right. Right. A to Z that, the, yeah, that, that came later. But then earlier we had the, we did this river thing. Then there's something else that was really interesting. I remember one day I went to have breakfast with Jeff and, you know, I was sitting at a small cafe. And he was telling me something with great expertise, right? And Jeff, before this job, was a programmer. And I looked up at, the, at him and said, Jeff, how do you know all this? <laughs> how do you know all this stuff, man? And he looked at me and he said, Mahesh, I own a bookstore. And then I got it. His entire thing was when he didn't know something, he would buy every book on the subject and read every book on the subject till he knew everything. Ooh. And that since then, you know, that has informed every career change. I've been everything from a, you know, TV ad director to a script writer. You read a lot actually, right? Yeah, to whatever, to now I'm sending satellites into space. To whatever, you know, and every single time what I do is, I the advice I follow is, okay, you know, I will buy every book on the subject and read it. So I still, you know, my Amazon account is 20 years old. I still buy stuff from there. Uh, I think one of the smartest things I did back then was I put a little of my money in Yahoo stock and Amazon stock. Uh, I sold Yahoo a long time ago. you still have that house in Portland or you sold it? No, no, I sold it. I sold, I had a house in Portland and a house in Seattle. I sold both. Uh, and, and that uh, was recently. Remember, we were talking about it sometime. No, no, right? I, I sold it a while ago. I sold it after oh. I came back from there. So those were really cool days. And then, uh, so my agency went public, then got acquired, blah, 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 by whatever became McCann and McCann got acquired. And then I joined a, joined a venture funded startup in Seattle trying to do whatever Amazon was doing, but sell this thing as a package to other merchants. 
So that was fun. So at one point, I was running 6,000 stores on our system. And my job was not just to get more than 6,000 stores into the system, but make sure that these 6,000 stores actually sold something. And your family was then in, <coughs> still in Portland? Or yeah, yeah. yeah, they were in San Francisco? Or? Portland and Seattle. So then I was, I used to be married then. My kid was born uh, there, that is Agni, a, my eldest son, Agni. And then we moved. Uh, so he's a US citizen. He's a US citizen. He was born there and he's actually now 20 years old. And where did you meet your wife? So she was also a copywriter in Delhi. She used to work at Enterprise as she worked at Srikaya. And we met at some advertising party, you know. Oh, that I, was in India. That was not in Hong Kong. No, no, that was in India. She was, she was very, this was very much in India. And then it, it was a strange party. I had gone to try to hire Shashank at the party. Shashank, who turned out to be my, my conspirator. And, you know, he's the guy who just directed uh, Vire the Wedding. Are wa? And before that, he did Paisa Bhi Hota. And, you know, he launched, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, all these this great music, uh, Allah Ke Bande and all that, right? And he and I did Channel V and MTV together. And then he was this ace copywriter in Delhi. And then I went to the party to try to hire him. Except he was so drunk at the party. <laughs> right? Delhi ki party. Ha, he was completely drunk. So I didn't know what to do with him. So I ended up talking to this girl who later on I married. Right. Mm-hmm. So I blame him for it. <laughs> and sir, you never drank. I don't even drink very much. Even now, the you know, I have an investment in Tulali. If you guys are yeah, in you have a you have a beer company, right? Yeah, a beer brewery, gastro, and it, it sells. Called, yeah. I think India's best beer. And I'm not one of their biggest consumers, though. I <laughs> <laughs> so I don't drink very much. I think uh, I'm naturally high all the time. You know, so so drinking actually makes me quiet. Uh, so as of right now, for example, I'm I'm very voluble and vocal right now because I'm not. You know, I, I have no alcohol. We are giving you chocolate, hot chocolate. Yeah, yes, right. So. Anyway, uh, so after that, uh, worked with this uh, e-com company and then Intel acquired us. Uh, so my job was like, like I said, I learned about e-com, not just doing Amazon, but at that point I had some 6,000 stores on my system so I could see their sales. So, so just one, on that last time, so you met your wife, uh, that time's wife in Delhi, then you moved to Hong Kong. And then to the US. You got together. married in Delhi itself. Yeah, got married in Delhi. Uh, uh, this was in Delhi, then moved to Hong Kong and then to the US together. So we had a kid there. The kid is now... You know, yeah, back in the yeah, US, yeah, Agni, yeah, yeah, he was one of your chillas, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Agni. Yeah. And uh, so interestingly, he, you know, Agni has always been focused He's on… He's been the, having that Android phone from like Android yeah, yeah. 1, Jappo, because it's G phone launch. Uh, from G phone, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been this anti-Apple guy. Yeah, right from day zero, right? right. He was like eight that, years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you met him about 14, 15 years ago. And what was really interesting was uh, if, today he's, uh, you know, he's always wanted to do UI, UX and interaction design. So he found a bachelor's in interaction design. So he's studying in San Francisco. He's right now interning Ooh, with a, a company. smart kid. Huh? He's interning with a company which is doing interaction design for virtual reality. Salaya, but it's so far ahead. You know, I have yeah. to sit back and say, ha, shayad usma UI, UX, VR maybe lagta hoga. Exactly. But that's what, that's what he's doing. I, I think it's pretty interesting. So, kya pata? But he's he's happy out there. So, remember we had met in San Francisco with him. We had yes. gone out for some lunch. Yes, or we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had. We absolutely had. And uh, so, anyway, uh, then uh, I was uh, with his e-com company, learned a little about, and then uh, about e-com. And then in India, like MTV kind of uh, became Channel V. I had helped do some stuff for Channel V. Then Channel V called me from the US, recruited me to be the kind of CEO, turnaround CEO in India at that point. And at that point, they were close to shutting it down. Somebody said, yeah, try karo. So my job was to turn around and sell it. So previously, you designed the campaigns for MTV. Yes. When it was launched. Yes. And then you were told that MTV 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 channel. Now you're going to Yeah. No, actually, that was also interesting. So, uh, uh, 
they were going to shut it down because there were then seven music channels. And that got you back from the US to India. I was bored with the US here. I mean, uh, seven years in the US, I, you know, I I was going to take up a CEO job and it was not particularly inspiring. I I, I didn't. But people go to America and they don't come back. That's what my dad said. What's wrong with you? So he didn't understand what is this boredom thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I was particularly bored out there. Even now, uh, it's not a great, you know, I, I remember going some time ago with uh, with my son, maybe eight, seven, eight years ago. And seeing, the, I showed him the place that he grew up in and all that when he was one or two years old. And he said, uh, Dad, do you ever think you can come back to the US? And my mind I said, maybe it's a nice place to retire, mm-hmm. right? And at which point I said, for most Indians, it's the opposite. You work in the US and you retire in India. Yeah. And I said, but if you look at the energy in India, it's the opposite. You you work in India and then you want a slow, nice, measured pace of life. You go retire in the US somewhere. But I think now with Trump mm. and all that, it's much less attractive. I mean, I, I don't know why anybody in the right mind would want to go to the US right now. All right. So wait for, till the next elections. Who knows mm. what happened? So I got hired out of there. Uh my job was to, in those days, there were many, many seven, eight music channels. So Z had it. Everybody had a music channel before you. Right. And the channel had this huge identity crisis. I mean, at one point, we had Parsi Baba saying, why can't you play Beethoven and Bach, I say. And then we had people saying, so <laughs> yeah. they were like, the channel, the channel was saying, we are a music channel. What do we do? Should we not play all kinds of music? How can we say one music is better than another? So my job here is to figure out. Yeah, it was losing money. Ki, what should we do? Should we shut it? Should we, you know, restart it? What? And I remember I was given this task and I said, okay, give me 40 days. I'll come back to you. And I came back with a PowerPoint. And what's interesting with this PowerPoint that Shashank and I presented was the entire PowerPoint. Shashank Ghosh. Shashank Ghosh, yeah, yeah. That the entire PowerPoint was one sentence broken over 23 slides with two or three words on each slide. Right. And it took four hours to present. So literally three words you would spend, you know, 30 minutes on each slide. And, and who uh, are you presenting this to? To the global CEO of Channel V then. And essentially we're saying, boss, you know, there is a chance if you take, do this particularly. And the thing we said that was, you know, don't be a music channel, be a youth channel. If define yourself by the audience and not by the, by product, the genre. Not by the genre. Because music can be anything from Garba to uh, Garibaldi or whatever. To dis, You know, but once you say youth, then you know what kind of... and. Not also you, what particular, are you talking about South Bombay youth or Bandra youth or, you know, Nasik yeah. youth or Jalandar youth? Be sure what youth you're talking to. And then that will determine your program. What music should I play and should I do something other than music? So he said, become more than a music channel, become a focused youth channel. So at the end, he looked at it and said, yep, presented to the board and there came one recommendation. The only, we will accept all of this under condition that you make these changes yourself. So I actually said, take it. Okay. So we went to execute. So it was almost like a startup. You became a CEO yeah, yeah. of a startup at that yeah. point. Yeah, so time. it was complete change, turnaround. I think in four, six months, we launched 26 new shows. We did that while cutting the budget. Uh, we went to them in 97, 98, saying they have to do internet. They said nothing doing, right? Uh, so I said, okay. So I registered a vindia.com domain in my name. I, you know, we took shutdown on program. <clears throat> I had a house in Juhu. I had 20, 30 people working there. We created that site, which is pretty much like what a Facebook is today, mm-hmm. uh, completely, uh, you know, user generated content. And uh, after that entire thing, I think at some point, one of the Murdochs took over and it was a really interesting thing, right? So uh, at the end of my stint, when Channel B had been sold to Star, Star said, uh, my annual salary, that's still not paid, right? <laughs> it was a big chunk of money. They said, so I said, okay. You know, so I, I got the global CFO on a phone call and I know I knew that he reported directly to one of the Murdochs. And I said, okay, I have here my delete star dot star on the server. 
of vindia.com by then goldman sachs had like valued at some 70 million dollars ye wo ye wo ye wo and they were buying this so i said in half an hour the money has to hit the bank account i don't care what or this site is getting deleted and actually it worked man i was able to <laughs> blackmail if you want this guy said a few payments in 29 minutes the money came into my bank account okay i said hi take this and so it was actually this this is how bade logo make money by not paying not not, not yeah, paying vendors especially in the media business this yes, is a yes, big yes, problem yes. so you know it's been said of india's biggest industries you become rich by not paying your vendors exactly right? exactly so if you know that you're not becoming rich it's because you're paying your vendors <laughs> <laughs> on time on time uh so uh so channel b was was good fun but after it got sold before that i was i was investing in startups so i had helped uh, a friend of mine start this product company uh, called geodesic had designed this multi messenger called mundu thought up the name so i i really liked i mean I, I, rather than doing creative for writing copy i said you know let's use creativity to solve a market problem it's so much more cool if you solve it right then you don't i remember calling you whenever we had to name a game i used to call you yes. to name <laughs> game yeah. ka naam batao naam batao so so more mundu and all these names you must have only come up huh? yeah yeah so mundu i named uh, dulali i named so european helping name uh, many of these companies uh, pinstorm and pinstorm named. was one of the best names actually yeah, i remember I again the uh, early days this was right above that wo five spice ke upar wala correct, office correct, we had that, office. that was the first office right no no we had an office before that in juhu which was like a 500 square foot 1 bhk yeah but i remember coming to yeah. the five spice wala office correct that because we ran out of space in that office uh, very quickly we were a strange ad agency because our first four hires were all engineers right even now i think 13 of no, i remember you had the idea of doing automated performance and yeah. all this like this is again i'm talking of 2004 Yeah, two thousand four, we started it. So Pinstorm was again interesting. I, you know, after doing advertising and figuring out, look, the if you want to make money, advertising is not the way to make money. You have to own a brand to make money, right? And I've learned that being part of brands like Redbus and Carvale and whatever, you know, these are the brands that actually make money because the guys who do services for Redbus don't end up making money, right? So you have to own the brand. And uh, I did not want to start another agency, and then. I was, I think, doing some advisory work. I was on the advisory board of Cry. This right, and the uh, lady who ran revenues and uh, for Cry and later was a CEO. I told her, I think, two thousand three. I remember telling her, "Look, why don't you do fundraising globally on the internet?" She said, "What nonsense! It's not going to work." I said, "Okay, I'll try something." She said, "Nothing can come. Nobody knows us outside India." I think she called me one in that December and said, "What have you been doing, Mahesh Murthy?" I said, "What?" She says, "Well, we have some donations worth." Hundred and twenty thousand dollars from twenty nine countries where we have no operations. Are you doing something illegal? And uh, then I opened up the Google AdWords console. I was sitting at home and I had learned how to do Google. And I said, "I've been running this campaign." She said, "What do I do with this money?" I said, "It's yours. It's a donation. Uh, take it." But this is crazy. You, yeah. you can't just give me money like that. I said, "Well, I don't know." She says, "Okay, what do you want me to do?" She says, "No, you you set up an agency and do this for me professionally now." <laughs> so we actually set up Pinstorm to Because generate money for Cry. Wow! And the really interesting thing was we had this crazy contract. I think the first ever contract in where we said, "Look, as a creative director, I hate it when clients change my creative." Mm -hmm. So the the reasoning is this, right? I have final say on creative, right? And you can't say no to creative as long as it works. right i will pay for media you pay for the results so I, we used to get a part of the money raised right what does it cost you whatever your cost is we'll take part of it so we, all of this actually came out of this crazy thing saying you know don't question my cost as long as i make money for you don't question my cost exactly right and i just thought it was a more ethical way to do 
is called the pinstrom judgment today uh so later on we changed our model to essentially being a consulting model but it was good fun i mean when you take responsibility for sales na hmm. so that's really cool till then in advertising nobody likes you to do that you said no no i don't i just want to be cool yeah. i want to win awards and we had this entire thing that bloody what is in award here my i would rather sit back and say you know i sold 10000 so, i remember you had created this campaign jiska bhi birthday hota tha uska wo google search mein uska aa jata tha we do crazy things so we would just tell somebody like you know hey vishal it's your birthday why don't you search for your name hmm. so if you went on google and search for your name you'd get give a greeting from us saying hey vishal happy birthday yeah exactly right? i remember all that yeah. it's like all these cool things you did for people we, yeah so we would do crazy stuff so we, like stuff like uh, you know search for x and find a y uh you know yahoo came to us as a client where we created this campaign where every new page on yahoo automatically created an ad its own bid for itself and you know stuff which was pretty far ahead of its I time mean, you were the literally the first performance agency in india everybody we, or we yeah. i'm sure any agency after that had somebody ex pinstorm yeah, as so, part of yeah, yeah so i think pinstorm in one way has been in some ways what an ogilvy was to advertising in india pinstorm has been to digital in india so a lot of the digital agencies have somebody who's gone through pinstorm right and so that's that's cool so even now actually so there were a couple of dozen offers to sell it I, you know we have a huge amount of ip i kind of like it a lot i mean it's profitable it's fine I, so i've not been selling it so far it's kind of like a interesting this laboratory just a hobby for you now it's a, it's a it's a 75% company it's not a you know it's a profitable company it's doing like, a huge amount a of work it's a good hobby it's a good hobby which pays for itself <laughs> and uh, it's cool stuff so anytime i want something invented so we built one cool system the other way so these guys were doing some work for the national stock exchange and i said okay you know what let us track all the sentiment and the chatter about all the stocks so we did that i said now let's use that to see if we can have a formula based on sentiment that says how well does the sentiment predict the price of the stock Right? Okay, so we actually have a nice, interesting mechanism that uses so Twitter uh, and what all feeds you are able to Twitter and money control. We look at two two hundred different feeds, right? Times of India, Eco Times, etc., etc. We say, okay, based on the chatter about the stock, this is our prediction for the movement of the stock. Wow. So, like you know, Bloomberg gives you a. a quantitative screen in terms of how to predict stuff and for me again you know this was me basically saying mujhe kuch to pata nahi hai right but let me figure out in can we invent stuff so i think that's the stuff hmm. we've been doing let's invent something interesting 
the vishal gondal show will be right back after this break agar aapki zindagi mein koi aisi aapko duvidha ho jiska sawal koi de nahi pa raha to humne banaya hai aapke liye ek khaas show जिसका नाम है सुन लो जी सुर लो जी जिस पर मैं पवन कुमार आपका सूत्रधार आपका स्वागत करता हूँ ताकि आप पूछ सके सवाल सोनू से यस आई एम सोनू हेलो प्लीज टू मेक योर मीटिंग आई एम सुपर रियलिटी सेलिब्रिटी और दुनिया के कोई भी प्रॉब्लम नहीं है जो सेलिब्रिटी सॉल्व नहीं कर सकते तो मैं आपके सारे प्रॉब्लम का हलाइजेशन एंड सोल्वाइजेशन कर दूंगा तो जी हाँ सोचिए मत जरूर सुनिए सुन लो जी सुन लो जी हर बुधवार डेट इज वेनेसडे प्लीज लाइक आए शेयर आए कबाइटलाइज अगर आपके पास कोई भी प्रॉब्लम है सोनू को बताइए सोनू सारे प्रॉब्लम सॉल्व कर सकता है इसी तरह तो मैं सुपर सेलिब्रिटी बना हूँ But Pinstorm is something you've been now doing for the latest, like possibly your longest one thing you have been doing, right? It's there. It's been fourteen years. Fourteen yeah, years. Because if you look at everything else, like you know, you you uh, have been. Doing I, it, I mean, well, if you think about it, that yeah. Way. So well, I have been in advertising for a long no, no, time. Advertising. <laughs> I'm just saying, like one company. One company. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. So Seed Fund. I was there from 2006 to 2000. That'll also be 20 years by the time. So Seed Fund. The stint will finish in 2020 when the company shuts down uh, two years from now. So that would have been 14 years. No, but uh, now they are doing. A, I think Bharti is doing another fund. She's doing a different fund. Uh, I've got another fund on the way. Hmm. So anyway, uh, uh, we started Pinstrom in 2004. It's doing pretty cool. We do. So essentially, we get clients who. who Kind of a tired of anything else somewhere else and say, "Bhaiya, tum batao tum kya karoge." We usually come up with some weird stuff to solve a problem. So it's it's not once. I think one of the things we don't do is one size fits all. Ki bhaiya, you know, hum SEM, SEO, SMM kar lo. The standard thing we don't do. Uske alawa uh, anything else goes. So right now we're busy trying to. Somebody wants to do a crypto ICO. You know, so okay, ICO. ICO from from the UK and we're working with somebody and so 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 interesting weird stuff we do. So so. Uh, After uh, passion fund was more just you and Arun Pai, yeah, but pa- then passion fund was yeah, it was some money that I had saved in the US that I whatever I said so I you know put all into the market, and uh, Arun used to work with me so we had this entire thing saying we will meet once a day at. At uh, just around the corner, so even on the passion fund, that was J A T C was yeah. like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. now it is E A T C, but okay. our official address was just around the corner, mm-hmm. right? So people, we would go there. We had a table, and people would the waiters would give us, "Sir, ye business plan apke liye aaye." And and you know the thing was it actually worked because all the companies that would come to meet us they had no problem sitting and having chai at J T C at their own cost while waiting for us to finish so we'd go from table to table to table uh, you know meeting entrepreneurs it was good fun uh, early days of uh, internet madness it was awesome uh, so then we started uh, so Praveen and I started Seed Fund uh, we got Bharti in later uh, we did kind of fun stuff out there I think. Uh, uh, Redbus was the first investment. Carvalho was the second investment, and the really interesting thing in Redbus was always this: that uh, so by then I had kind kind of turned full turtle on my belief in you know advertising. Till then I'd spent a lot of money with clients, and then I started seeing you know the brands that do well are the brands that don't spend money on advertising, right? If you even look today, the world's biggest electric car brand Tesla has zero ad spend. The world's biggest social network Facebook has zero ad spend. Other than the only ads they do is we apologize, we apologize. Yeah. WhatsApp, please, please, please don't Macro. read fake please, news. Ha, please don't read fake news. We are sorry, you know. And and the weirdest thing was, by the way, you know, when Facebook was trying to do this, uh, what uh, free 
internet free save the uh, uh, free, free basics. basics free basics and i was fighting what was really bizarre was facebook was using print and tv and i was we and the others were using facebook facebook to stop them and we yeah. we stopped them so we proved by using facebook and and internet that we were able to stop print and television that facebook was using yeah. so it was truly bizarre situation anyway so the big brands in the world don't spend on advertising right uh, they don't you know because advertising is built increasingly by word of mouth so i remember you know with uh, with funny at red bus he would come every year and say boss mereko itna paisa chahiye advertising ke liye usko zero kar ke we say go back build a better product that will build word of mouth it's the same thing with mohit atkar wale and this actually we we force them to say what will make people talk about you how can your product be so useful and i think both of those guys mohit of karwale and funny of redbus did fantastic jobs they are two of the finest entrepreneurs i've seen you're also great but uh, you know i have to say that yeah. No, no, you're pretty good. <laughs> I've never had an investment in you, even yeah. though I've been, I've been oh, advising you. With Praveen, by of course. With Praveen, yeah. yeah, yeah, with Praveen, of course. But I wasn't part of Infinity. Yeah, I, I, I was more like Infinity's hired gun to make sure you behaved and you never behaved, <laughs> right? <laughs> so today, a lot of my belief is around the fact that how do you build remarkable businesses that people talk about? So that's the purple cow of Seth Godin, right? His own yeah. concept of so, a purple cow. So you know, a few minutes ago, uh, we were, while we were waiting for the coffee and hot chocolate to come in, you know. uh somebody here in the studio was talking about dulali dulali and you know the really interesting thing is we don't even have a name outside on dulali so oh. deliberately there is no name there is no brand you know people know it we have never advertised we don't have any paid advertising and as an experiment we haven't even put our name outside wow to say we want people to talk about it so there is no name outside it like and i think the interesting part is so you know we are now tracking one metric very closely net promoter score right that's all about how Correct. many people are getting more people to you i think if you are a product company and if you don't have a good net promoter score then you are <clears throat> not a product company so you'd be really surprised at at, uh, at dulari that nps is is so important that it's on a daily basis every not your nps is not just tracked directly through the forms that you fill in but also on sites like uh, zomato and zomato, elsewhere yeah. where actually once a customer complained about something where uh, wait staff misbehaved and within the 45 minutes wait staff had lost lost his job wow so that's how seriously they take this entire thing right and and even the wait staff knows that everything depends on how good their zomato score is so so far how many companies you may have invested in uh, i think about somewhere between 55 and 60 60 companies yeah. wow in the last 3 uh, 5 6 months uh, it's been uh, i've been doing a lot of work so uh, <clears throat> anyway Uh, I, I I know we're jumping back and forth, but just to give you a, a rough idea of what we're doing right now, uh, so I'm working on a satellite company. So hopefully, we aim to be India's first private company in space. Uh, we the have, Indian Elon Musk. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. We're not making rockets; we're making satellites. So. एक ही बात है हाँ तो वो ऐसे ही भेजना है हाँ so but but interestingly we are we launched slot on Elon Musk SpaceX अरे वाह right so uh, in a couple of months we should be India's first so everything's done. paid for uh, satellites made in fact ironically we asked for a slot on uh, isro's pslv and they gave us such a run around for a year and a half we pulled our hair out trying to deal with indian bureaucracy then we said okay fine you know we may still get a slot on isro but this was so much easier so yeah. much easier just to deal with uh, and what's that company called it's called exceed space exceed space yeah so it's interesting the the fund that i'm uh, doing this year is Uh, after seed fund is called X seed fund. <laughs> X seed fund. It's called X seed fund. It's X seed with an S. Okay. Right. And uh, so it's just X seed fund uh, or X seed. And uh, X or E X S E E D. Okay. X seed. 
राइट यूर योर नेम्स यूर लाइक सुपर क्रिएटिव आई जस्ट वॉट वो स्कूल and uh, so it's this fund that's focused on space on aerospace uh, hard hardware electronics the very different stuff the interesting things we are finding really cool great companies so we've got, now got uh, even the fund is is close to being uh, you know we will announce and how large will that be we aim to be not very large about 350 to 450 crores right okay. uh, we are you know pretty close to first close i think we are technically there but we need some paperwork done with uh, random government bodies yeah. right uh, we should be hopefully there uh, soon uh, in fact we, we've already got three warehouse companies so one is this private satellite company one is a private ground station company uh, we hope to build the world's first the world's first uh, network of ground stations for small satellites so what's really interesting is you know i actually we were asked to do this uh, Uh, by somebody in the government they were saying can you do something in the electronics industry in india so we just looked and we looked at space and we actually i sat and plotted out using wikipedia every year how many satellites have been launched in space so from 1957 <clears throat> uh, there are only about 4000 satellites that have been launched in 60 years total right wow so that's about 80 satellites a year or 70 satellites a year out of which half have already died but In 2016, there were I think 300 300 satellites. In 2017, एक साथ पचास सैटेलाइट भेज रहे हैं. Yeah, 2017 there were 600 satellites. 2018 there'll be 900 or 1200. 2019 2019 there'll be 1800 2000. So it's a classic hockey stick going from 30, 40, 50, 60 a year to 600, 800, 900, 1000, 2000, 5000. Right. So this is something interesting here. So what parts of this business can we be in? Can we build a launcher? Yeah, I'm looking to see if somebody can build a good you know rocket launching company. But there are strange regulations in India that don't allow you to launch rockets from India. But it's okay. Maybe I'll do it somewhere else in the world. Uh, you know, but you can make satellites in India. And that's what Exceed Space is doing. Exceed Space is actually because before the fund got done, the the company got done. So we just called yeah. it Exceed Space. So I had put some money in Team Indus. So they go. Unka kya ho raha hai abhi? Yeah, you know, you went for a flashy company. They 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 raised a hundred and thirty crores and spent it on salaries, and they could not pay ISRO. You know the the ISRO said always said it's two hundred crores if you want the entire rocket, and they were saying you free me de to. Yeah, free me nahi dene wale the. Tu pehle se pata tha. Wo wo kuch aur kar rahe ho log. Wo smart log hai sare se. Ha, thik hai sir. But wo sab thik hai. But when you pay yourself four crore and five crore salaries or multi crore salaries, you you know better than that. You have never you we never let you pay. We never paid you that kind of salary. Yeah, wo wo to hai. So when you see these things, these, these are big marks. So I understand that, but uh, I think we will be the first Indian company in space, uh, uh, and the second and the third or whatever. So we're building satellites, and we're also building a ground station network. Then we've got a company that's uh, building interesting radios for kind of defense and aerospace uses. So essentially, you know, you, we can put it on a drone; it can fly over wow. some other country. You can think of another country. India wants to fly drones over, and it can actually pick up all radio frequencies all at the same time. Continuously. Wow. And later on, you can come back and say, okay, you know, two hours ago, what was being said on that frequency, and you can tune and historically pick out records. So, oh, that's interesting. So, that's again a pre-existing company that already has three, four crores in revenue. So, we we we've identified these interesting companies. Now, the really cool thing is, it is almost like you know, the, it, it was it's like what the internet was like in two thousand six. This entire hardware, space, electronics sector. I mean, if I look at it, there's huge stuff. So, even in the studio right now, there are a few people looking at their phones. I mean. It, For me, the straightforward thing is that we have three hundred, three or four hundred, three hundred fifty million smartphones in India, right? Now, a really interesting statistic about smartphones, Vishy, is that the top ten uses of a smartphone in India, the phone is not one among them. 
मतलब वी यूज इट फॉर एवरीथिंग अदर देन फोन कॉल्स या सो एक्चुअली इफ यू देन यू शुड नॉट कॉल इट अ फोन इट्स एक्चुअली अ हैंडहेल्ड कंप्यूटर व्हिच यू ओकेजनली यूज एज अ फोन व्हिच इज नाउ इफ आई वाज टू से दिस इज अ हैंडहेल्ड कंप्यूटर देयर आर ऑलरेडी 350 मिलियन ऑफ दीस 35 करोड़ हैंडहेल्ड कंप्यूटर्स ऑलरेडी व्हाट कैन आई यूज इट फॉर ओके सो ऑल ऑफ दीस एंड्रॉइड्स हैव द सेम सॉकेट एट द एंड दैट माइक्रो यूएसबी कैन आई पुट इन अ सॉकेट एंड एंड पुट इन अ डिवाइस दैट कैन लुक एट द माय रेटिना एंड सी इफ आई हैव cataract yes can i put in a device and look down my gullet and actually take a picture of my stomach yes can i put in a device put it in the soil and measure the alkalinity or you know the amount of worms in the soil yes can i put in a device and measure the humidity in the air yes can i put in a device and open my home yes so if you instead yeah. of looking at it on mobile phone say okay this is going to be the central computer i can build a set of hardware devices around it or other devices that can do for example what your watch does or what some you know what your fitness band does but that actually becomes a display for any of the other sensors that you can use right it can be a home automation system it can be a high end audio system it can be a door opening system it can be a garage opener it can be uh, a translator it can be you know it can be have a secure phone and do encryption directly to satellite so you look at this as i think there's a great market in accessories you know and the really interesting thing so uh, so this is something crazy right so we when we buy phones we look for the cheapest place to buy phones yaar usme 50 rupees kam hai yeah theek hai so hum jaake wahan le lete hain but the interesting thing is and I, and i say this because i have a i have an investment in the company that makes phone cases called dairy objects we don't care how much you pay for a case राइट फोन को मार मार के मार मार के पांच हजार में ले लिया फिर बिना सोच के बारह सौ का बारह सौ का केस ले लिया वो बारह सौ के केस में मार्जिन बहुत अलग ग्यारह सौ मार्जिन है राइट ये फोन पे तीन पांच टका मार्जिन है एक्सेसरीज आई मीन लुक एट इट आई मीन यू डोंट थिंक ट्वाइस बिफोर बाइंग यू नो थ्री थाउजेंड रुपी हेडफोन फॉर योर आई फोन दैट कॉस्ट थ्री हंड्रेड रुपीज बैन राइट सो इसेंशियली सर ओके मे बी द मनी is an accessory so can we price something in in that 2 3 5000 yeah. rupee range but i think you know mamu i think the main thing meko lag raha hai ki aapko har kuch na kuch naya keeda ho jata hai naya khujli aa jata hai right you started kahan se kahan se kahan abhi satellite matlab what is this how is this and your passion about these ideas are more than even the founder of that company i can tell you that wo satellite ka founder ko hum bulayenge to wo itna nahi bata payega wo i mean i founded the companies and i placed the company yeah the thing is i i am Curse to the fact that I still don't know what I want to do in life. Okay. <laughs> so interesting ideas come up. I say, yeah, there's. No, because a... normally, क्या होता है जैसे लोग थोड़े old होते हैं और investor type बन जाते हैं वो खाली बड़ा बड़ा fund करते हैं और वो दूसरे लोग को लाते रहते हैं analyst और ये और वो. That yeah, is so, a normal trajectory, but yeah. but I'm I, I'm not normal yet. So <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that's one. The other thing is that for a lot of people, uh, you know, you you start with a. 100 crore fund then you do a 300 crore fund then you do a 1000 crore yeah, fund then you do 5000 crore fund exactly. and the reason for that is you know you make 2% every year so 2% of 100 crores only 2 crores you can't do too much on it right but uh, 2% of 5000 crores uh, is a lot of money is 100 crores a year and you can pay yourself a la- large part of that right so uh, i am not particularly interested in that salary thing yaar wo paisa ban gaya mera i made my money right so at this point i am more interested in making a difference yeah then making money making an impact then making money so for me it has to tick several boxes does is this interesting can this make a real difference can this be a huge amount of fun to do uh we'll do it yeah right so and but, but sir ek dusra bhi cheez hai ki whenever you go behind someone an idea to humne dekha but i remember एक बंदा था अरिंदम चौधरी अरे अरे व्हाट व्हाट यू ऑफ अरिंदम चौधरी सो इसेंशियली आपने तो कोई स्कूल में किसी को भेजा नहीं राइट नो नो इट्स आई जस्ट थॉट दैट 
uh, again, it was not about Arindam as much as it was about what his colleges were doing. That IIPM. IIPM. We are dead, right? They're all khatam now, right? Yeah. So I think they were cheating people, right? They were really cheating people. And I must give credit to my namesake, Mahesh, Mahesh Peri. Right, uh, uh, Mahesh Pari, who did has done uh, more than I in this case. So essentially, all I did was be his amplifier and help you know sort things out, put things logically, and communicate them. I think I did that for Facebook Free Basics. I did that for IIPM. Uh, in terms of just getting the news out there, that look, uh, be clear what you're buying. It see, appears that this is somebody trying to cheat you. But I would hear stories of people who have forced their, you know, from rural India who forced their fathers to sell off 10 acres of land, uh, even at, you know, 1 lakh an acre to pay the 10 lakhs in fees to get uh, MBA from IIPM then where at the end of the MBA, they didn't even know English. They couldn't get a job. Laptop de 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 sabko ek wo Haan, and they, they couldn't get a job. And the only job they would be hired for was to go back and be a teacher for People one year younger than you at IIPM, right? So it was one of the heartless uh, scams, right? And uh, it was just crazy that, you know, he had roped in Shah Rukh Khan to be his brand ambassador. And, you know, people, you know, in villages... Movie, would, he even produced movies and... Haan, kya, kya, people in the villages, I would say, yeah, this is Shah Rukh Khan. What can happen Right? And I just thought it was crazy that you were playing with somebody's life where people would sell their jewelry in the land to fund you to do something that was essentially worthless. Right, but that was really the first time I would say anybody used social media to go and take a cause or like a establishment like IIPM. I don't think so. Usse pehle, maybe, maybe so. Like somebody used social media, you know maybe that so. part, Like I know with your LinkedIn kind so, of thing and all the stuff you did. Actually, I you know that's interesting. That may be true. I never thought of it. But when social media came of age, I remember was. Uh, before that, where if you remember during the uh, Bombay attacks that happened, uh, we start Twitter really took off in India. Yeah, and a, a lot of stuff. So in fact, a lot of the core central work that happened, we had a boardroom at the at the Pinstorm office where we were out there actually tweeting news. And I remember Netra from Pinstorm had interviews with Washington Post, New York Times, saying what's happening in Bombay, because we were giving feeds out here. Because we would hear from people saying, this is happening, that's happening. Uh, the government wasn't sure. The news media, was, it wasn't, that cycle wasn't there. And we were getting it live on the spot at that point. I think that was when, uh, you know, it really, the, the kickoff started. But using it for social change, a lot has happened. You know, you, you may be right. I've never thought about it. Uh, no, but because, you know, if I think about it, that is like, you know, doing, there was this cause and petitions online. Yes, But I think a concentrated... You know, again, let's say again, again the thing was there was no organization there was no conspiracy I have no investment in an education company Mahesh Perry again doesn't own any well, I remember IIPM used to shut down those newspapers have cases on them in Assam and God knows no not all. newspapers so interesting thing <clears throat> then and as of now and now it's a little different IIPM had contracts with every newspaper saying as long as I give you even one ad a year you cannot run a story about me unless I approve it and every newspaper in India had signed that contract. Wow. So what was happening was that whatever we would do, it would not be picked up by the biggest newspapers in India. And he used to put so many full-page ads, I remember. I remember at w- in one year, he was the largest print advertiser in India. He had spent on the Times of India alone 65 crores in one year. Wow. Right? Uh, and, you know, after that, he still had the contracts going. And he would tell them, I'll give you five crores, minimum billing, but the contract you will sign is you will not publish anything about me without my permission. Obviously, when 
you know he's not going to give you permission to write a negative story right now we are in similar times now where uh, you know uh, i think it's more political parties who who got the pressure saying well you will not write anything about me without my permission so all of print media has pretty much shut down and i think all of almost all of televisions also gone that way yeah. so it will only accelerate the growth of digital media today right so but that was really where it was so hard then to make a difference uh, only on digital uh and we were being sued all over the place so we had lawsuits i remember at that point he had asked for deletion he had lawsuit against me he had a lawsuit against perry uh perry went and fought it so essentially he had lawsuit somebody would file a lawsuit in assam or silchar or something and if you didn't turn up you would have a judgment against you and it would be held against you right but we fought so he won in uh, you know in in dehradun he filed and we won there and that's where he figured okay these guys are actually fighting back and uh, No, but and you had nothing to gain. Yeah, I had nothing to gain. Perry had nothing to gain. We funded it out of our own pockets. We had nothing to gain, but we just felt it was the right thing to do. You know, ditto with Facebook, Free Basics, the entire effort uh, that Nikhil Pawa and Kiran Janalgad and others ran. Uh, they and again, they did a lot more work on it than I did. A lot of what I did was basically just restate this. You know. In more I mean, communication, in, in I was a communication guy. Even I worked a lot. Yeah. With, you know, we all did actually yeah. together, right? Because right. that was the thing. And I'm glad. So yesterday, for example, finally, net neutrality became law rather than just a try recommendation, right? Uh, and uh, you know, the really interesting thing is the US has lost net neutrality. <laughs> yeah. Right. We India has that. it. Yeah, we saw right? that. Right. Yeah. So Trump India is it. becoming the case study for other countries. Yeah. And and the strange thing is, an Indian guy in the US, Ajit Pai. Was a guy who killed Nitin Rajendra in India, Not right? Indian he's, guy, we know the the story is a lot more yeah, beyond yeah, that. He's, he's Trump's guy, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. So what what is ironic is uh, is is many the interesting thing is many African countries that were going the path of neutrality. You know, we actually send them this stuff saying, "Do not go down this path. You will kill your people forever." Yeah. I remember at one point I was I, I like to travel, Vishu. You know that, right? And yeah, I was yeah. somewhere in some random. Komodo Islands of Indonesia. I'd gone to see the Komodo dragons with my kids, right? And uh, the the guy, the guide, was an awesome guy. So I said, uh, "You're not on the internet." He says, "No." I said, "I can't search you and find you." He said, "No." He said, "But I'm on Facebook." Hmm. Right. So here's a guy who's an awesome guide who can't be on the internet because he was on Facebook and Facebook was not on. You know, was a different internet. So he was under the impression Facebook is internet. Facebook is internet. you know and you can't imagine so it was absolutely apparent in front what facebook was doing was colonizing the world saying you will not go on the internet i will own facebook you facebook hi hai sab kuch main tumko sab kuch de dunga ye ha main and who would go on facebook to look for a travel guide in indonesia nobody would right yeah. but his entire thing was you will only be on facebook right because they had they had this entire thing bhaiya mm. whatever 3 rupees do da 30 rupees do hum aapko facebook denge par internet nahi denge mm. and he thought but okay facebook so you i saw it right in front of me that the, obviously that guy has lost business i would have hired him if i found him on the internet he was mm. not on the internet but he was mm. you know savvy guy and because he thought you know he was told i am on mm. facebook i don't need to be on the internet mm. so even now all of these attempts by people to say yeah yeah you know i'll give you a different internet i'll give you free basics and this is free and that i'm glad we killed it and i'm i hope we're going to be influential in killing it everywhere else in the world i'm sorry the, the us has lost it right mm. uh which is again like you know uh one of those reasons why it's not a great place to go to anymore uh but i think we can actually set the standard for the rest of the world in terms of it mm. it is getting a few things on governance right yeah. europe has it right and hopefully we can lead the rest of the world in getting it right correct so so you were able to use internet social media to fight people like 
you know iipm and net neutrality and all these things and now in the last year or so you have been facing the backlash of social media on you sure. on all these allegations which have come up of sure, all sure. kinds of people so uh, so ye kya hai story kya hai sir actually so again <clears throat> what two things are one you know i can't talk much about it because i have three four cases i have filed uh, i have uh, Uh, and they're all hopefully going. I believe they will go in my favor. But by the way, I'm the only guy who's filed any cases. Nobody else has. Not a single case has been filed against me. But it's the Indian law system. It takes its own time. So one, it's subjudice. So I can't tell you a hell of a I lot. Mean, no issues. The no issues. idea is not to go yeah, in there. Yeah. The idea is to more understand. Yeah, how can I? Why? Yeah. Why are people coming and blaming you? So, why not anybody else? So, I've also written about it. So yeah. if you go to LinkedIn, you'll see uh, what I've written. So a lot of it is again. I think there's this kind of. you know interesting mafia which is built around uidai and aadhar and stuff like that the same guys were again part of the bangalore it system were also part of the national you know it system uh, and it was basically you know fix karte hain isko right but is sab matlab my point is yes sab matlab there are other ways to do this right why would yeah, they yeah so hence you know uh, they invented shit from 15 years ago 16 years ago 18 years ago completely fictitious stuff right yeah. and uh, It's one of those things, like uh, you know, how do you go and say that you did not do something 16 years ago? Uh, anybody can say, yeah, you know, uh, you did something 18 years ago, right? Uh, but the process of law takes time, even, and it takes a huge amount of money, right? So anybody else, so I've spent an extraordinary amount of money so fighting. So you are this. now running four cases. Four cases, wow. yeah. Uh, two in Delhi High Court, two in Bombay High Court, okay. right? And. Uh, the cases take a lot of time you know every hearing is two months after the last hearing uh, three months after the last hearing so uh, and these <clears> cases are you are filed against them i have filed against them okay every single case so, is but isn't like people could also say ki you know what mahesh did to iipm now others are doing it to it's you okay, I mean, that's not right. the and now it's all right now it's okay so uh, in in my case i you know the uh, thing is i have uh, uh, finally somebody will you know either business will shut down or somebody will take some action against me or uh, in the case of iipm i think the facts were with me and i think in this case again the facts yeah. are with me yeah because what i understand again i have just read whatever is coming here and there sure. that mostly it is whatsapp messages or this message yeah. or that message right i mean yeah and and the thing is like it's it's crazy you sent me a message with a tree right okay. you sent me a message with a emoticon of a smooch Yeah, I said okay. Yeah, I have sent the message, but you have also sent that to me, right? So it's, it's a very copy paste message. I've it's like you've said Merry Christmas, right? Ab yar, वो तो सब लोग भर भर के बेचते हैं. You know, it's okay if you. I am very happy. Let 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 the court come and say that you can't tell people Merry Christmas on or send an emoticon, and that's fine. Then if, yeah. but every place in the world, you understand the 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 complaints are nonsense, mm-hmm. right? Uh, again, I I can't get into a lot of. No, no, that's. I fine. believe so. So, and, so and I let me ask you the opposite question, right? So because I also get so many messages on social media, right? The problem mm-hmm. with people like you, me, who are investors and all this is that we get so many people messaging us on LinkedIn. Me, jab bhi kholo saw message hai, Twitter me. So what can one do? I mean, my point is even I get messages like this of good morning and good evening and good night, and sometimes you give a thumbs up and sometimes you ignore them. So what is it that so? I, See, all I've learned is, you know, there was something that happened a couple of years ago where there was somebody who was messaging me, and it was a guy pretending to be a girl. Okay, from one of the companies whose plans I had rejected. All right, he was a. F- so now, what do you do? I mean, he's obviously trying to only you, right? Right. So all you do is you keep records, and you be careful. You never meet them. You sit back and say, "Jo bhejna, ap email pe bhej do." Hmm. So my entire thing is that. 
earlier has to be a little more open with yeah, you. You were actually very blunt with people, right? Uh, that was part of the problem. Yeah, my entire thing would say, I would not say you're stupid. Yeah, our show tha, sa show kiya tha, Aray, the we pitch. did this thing called The Pitch. Yeah? The uh, Pitch, right? Yeah, yeah. We used to... And by the way, you know the company that we funded finally in that... Boonik. That has done pretty well. It's Boonik, number... Yeah. After... I think after Mintra and Jibong, it's number yeah, number, it's number three, Boonik, number three yeah, in India right Sajad, now. Yeah. yeah, you and I were judges on that. And we would... Uh, and my entire thing would be the same thing. You send me a business plan, I'd say... So well, people take this rejection very seriously, right? They get very yeah. offended. So, so hence what I do right now is that I give a standard answer saying... Uh, I don't say your plan is crap, even though very often that's true. I, I say it doesn't fit my investment objectives, right? So essentially what I do is I, I'm now, you know, a little more careful online saying, okay, fine, you send me all the stuff. I will, I will not meet you, Right. You email whatever you have to email. So, so all these allegations are all about messaging. There is nothing which is ki, oh, you came and took me in one room. Aisa kuch nahi. This no, is no, all. There, one particular allegation from somebody who said that 14 years ago, apparently I met this person in a coffee shop and then in different places, there are different allegations. In one place, the allegation is I sat beside her. In one place, the allegation is I sat opposite her. In one place, the allegation is I, I fell on her. In one place, the allegation is I touched her cheek. In one place, the allegation is I touched her leg. In one place, the allegation is I shouted at her. Whatever it is, you know, okay. she's not sure what it is, right? But uh, it was broad daylight and there was many others in shop and we were a cup of coffee or whatever else it is. And that's it. That is it, right? I had coffee with you and, and uh, uh, you touched my cheek or something and I said nonsense. Right. You, if that is, the, and again, all these allegations have all come from the same guy, you know, and I'll name him Sharad Sharma, the same guy who's a Aadhaar troll who came under anonymous names and he's put together all of this stuff. Right. So he's, he's the guy who's doing but it. But what is their advantage in doing this? What are they got to gain? Yeah, chup karane ka hmm? chup karao usko. Ye Flipkart, Flipkart bhi baja hai. But now I think, you know, now that Flipkart bhi bikya, usko topi mil gaya, bichaira, Walmart. They are the guys <laughs> who are left holding this extremely expensive baby that, that will lose their money forever. And they're not going to win in India against Amazon. Yeah, I mean, they're not, is, yeah. they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Amazon will still be the Amazon of India. It's not Walmart. It's going to be whatever. They made their money. Yaar. So hopefully they said, okay, we'll find somebody else to... And this has been, I think, part of this entire, you know, this new way of doing things is okay. How can I only you by shutting you up? So it 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 takes a, a bit of a toll on you. I think I sat back and said, what the hell is happening? And uh, I don't think my attitudes or my beliefs have, uh, you know, towards what kind of companies I invest in has changed. I just am a lot more circumspect. I don't really talk to strangers much, except I say, yeah, you message me online, I will write back to you. And I'm not going to meet you. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to meet you till I really can establish your credentials. And yeah, yeah, come meet me at the office. Right, yeah. and it's it's always better that way, and and often you will find that uh, people don't want to do. They don't want to send you a plan, because plan hai right? They don't want to meet you at an office because for whatever reason. So it's okay, it's perfectly fine. My point is, if you're professional, you'll come through this, and increasingly, I actually trust plans that have come through a referral. So you send me a plan, which is saying, you know, Mahesh, I'll and I look at it, right? As opposed to so so th- these are the few things, but it's okay. I think we are all we are in that. Mode where we have more fake news and real news. Yeah, I mean, the, that's a completely different problem right now, right? There is just because 100 people retweet it, it's true. That is yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. Or right. just because it has come to me on WhatsApp, it's true. Yeah, so know? for example, even when I talk to <clears throat> the journalists writing this, so why do you write this patently false headline and like your clicks, Milta, sir? Because many journalists are paid by page views. 
So you know, I no, can, and I was just watching the last week. I saw Sanju, and that huh. the whole story is exactly that. He says the same thing, huh. literally. So you, when you get paid for page views, then you have to sit back and you know. So right now we may have a conversation out there, and uh, tomorrow the reporting about this conversation is, Vishy and Mahesh have huge fight on air. Mm-hmm. Because who knows, you know, your uh, company who's doing this podcast says, "Boss, you know, we'll get ten thousand more hears, and you know, enhance yeah. so many more ad sales because of that." But that's that's what yeah. it is, right? But, there are, but you know, there are always it's the same people. It is word of mouth. Yeah. the same thing that I espouse. No, but there are always these people who will say, "Ah, but there is no smoke without fire." Kuch to it's hoga, okay. Matlab, aisa nahi hai ki, matlab, you know. So, what do you have to say to people like this? It's okay, you know, like you had uh, your know, dry eyes put in a tube with your invitation that is smoke without fire. There is very often, very often smoke without fire, and as long as you understand you, this extraordinary amount of fake news about beef and lynching and whatnot and whatnot, that that there are factories that are creating smoke without fire. All right, and once you understand there are factories and there are motivations that are creating smoke without fire, it'll take some some time. You know, the the other thing is, you know, uh, here's one of so one of the more interesting books I read last year, which was this thing called the Hundred Year Life, and there's a really interesting thing that came out saying that look, uh, if I if I uh, related to our, you know uh, our lives, so my my dad retired at fifty two. And in I'm a Tamilian Brahmin, right? And in our culture, we have this thing called Shastriyat Purti. That means you're sixty years old. You marry, you marry again. No, 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 no. no. Uh, you you basically have this celebration to say sixty years are done. Okay. You have lived a full life. Okay. Sixty years was considered full life. Yeah, yeah. And now, मतलब uh, now you can go, huh? अब <laughs> now you can die peacefully, right? And now we have come to a point where because you and I were vaccinated when we were young, we eat healthy, we practice healthy habits. You know, our lifespan has gone up to the point where at least among The urban among Easily us, usually eighty ninety, fifty percent of us will live to be hundred years old. Fifty yeah. percent of us yeah. will live to be hundred years old. Now, how that changes life is crazy, right? My dad retired at fifty two after thirty years of service. I'm fifty two, right? And I always thought I'll retire at fifty two like dad. Yeah, but crazy. In the last six eight months, I've started four companies. All right, exactly. Yeah, right. So I was sitting with my dad, and I said, you know, Dad, I why am I doing this? Um, am I doing this because I'm greedy? Am I doing like what's wrong with me? And then I figured out, you know, that you are allowed to retire at fifty two, fifty four, fifty five because they thought you're going to die at sixty five. And like last ten years, को छोड़ो इसको रहने दो कुछ तो अपने फैमिली के साथ रहने दो. Plus we're going to die at ninety or hundred. Hence we have to work till seventy five or eighty, which means I have thirty more years and you have forty more years. Yeah. All right. I have thirty years behind me. I have thirty years ahead of me. I am. I'm 52, but I'm barely mid-career. Hmm. Hey, this compares to when I thought I had a you know mid-career you know complex when I was 23, right? I'm 52, and I have at least 25, 30 years ahead. You have 40 years ahead, so you know it's okay. I have the two two years. It'll go. It'll hmm. wash. I'm more concerned about the next 20, 30 years ahead, right? And I have the luxury right now that I don't have EMIs, I don't have stuff, and I I can do anything I want anywhere in the world to do whatever I want, hmm. right? There'll be guys who will fling stuff against you. You become big, somebody will fling. And if you, you know, if you're not seen to have particularly pro-establishment connections, right? If you're a blogger in China that doesn't toe the party line, if you're a blogger in Russia that doesn't toe the party line. If you're somebody in social media in India that doesn't toe the party line, this happens. Hmm. So we're not part of that American world. We are really more like like Russia, China, India. We are really becoming more and more totalitarian, you know, in in the, in our likes. We're trying. I mean, everybody's trying to be, a, you know, a president for life or whatever for life, and so on and so forth. So 
these things happen yeah right no i think my my observation is again so i know you know for so many years right i mean we've spent so much time together i think you are very approachable and i think people don't normally when people are meeting the investor types their impression or normal imp- investor to matlab pehle analyst ko milo ye milo wo milo matlab people have a when they are trying to typically raise money they they can't approach people then suddenly when they see you it's so easy to connect with you on yeah. linkedin and facebook yeah, i think investors usually wear socks and shirt and all yeah, that maybe matlab matlab socks pehanta nahi exactly, matlab unless yeah. it's for a formal meeting i don't own a shirt i only wear t-shirts The Vishal Gondal show will be right back after this break. Why don't we talk about mental illness? For that matter, we don't even talk about emotional wellness. And if we can't talk about either of these basic, very basic aspects of being human, what do we do when we just feel like something's not right? Hi, I'm Zain and I'm Avanti and this is Marbles Lost and Found, a show where we invite conversations about mental health and illness. and just get people to talk about it because it's okay to do so catch marbles lost and found every tuesday on the ivm app website or anywhere you get your podcasts from i haven't gone to college i don't know how to speak like an mba sir bachelor's bhi nahi kiya sir itna bada matlab convince karna logo ko ye sab karne ke liye matlab it just sounds a little too complicated but it all came through from one source it all came went to one source it all was amplified by one source every you know wow so what else would you say it all came through one man it all went to one ncw it all it it all happened in that period of two months it all and was published and the problem is that you know ek bar ye allegation lag gaya to allegation ye bhi khatam kab hoga when will this case get <coughs> so closed hopefully when or, when the indian legal system every time i go there it takes three more months to get a court date right okay and so, you are actively pursuing it you I've want s- the i spent an enormous sum of money wish right uh, and i wonder what people with less money would do right To, and who's who are the, are the other other people also spending money who's running the cases i have no idea you know i have i have the other people are basically filing for delays okay any baat mein any baat mein and the court says ha theek hai teen mahine baad every date is three months after the last date okay right i've got defamation cases filed i've got contempt of court filed right now these are things where contempt of court who by the other people they didn't come to the court no 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 they deliberately violated court orders which means they can be arrested okay right which is why they are running right now and they have the same people who who have contempt of court are the ones who invented new allegations against me and filed you know so it's part of the system it's okay hopefully who knows with 2019 there may be a change there may not be a change so how has this personally and professionally affected you <clears throat> professionally i don't know I, you know i'm still doing what i'm doing I'm, in fact it allows me to focus a lot more on my companies i've uh, i've not been i don't really Uh, tweet about much stuff which is which can be construed as political. I don't really have a political, you know, I have no political interest, right? So I don't, you know. Even earlier, what I did was I just did what was right, as as opposed to I don't stand for any uh, such thing. Uh, personally, all is cool. My my kids are cool, you know. My your family, my mom and dad. I tell them I'm all right. Don't hmm. worry. Uh, don't don't you know? Don't believe what you read. I'm here. right you know i'm 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 not locked up somewhere i'm 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 here and i'm in the open uh and you know humko to khabar aayi thi ki aap tiyar jail mein hai bahut saalon se bahut saalon se ab main kya karu ye interview actually hum tiyar jail se hi to kar rahe hain absolutely i wish so yeah i have never been to tiyar yeah uh, i'm just i'm just saying fake news can go wherever yeah anything anything can be fake news and and the the nice or not so nice thing is anything you and i write on social yeah. media can be construed as news by anybody right? yeah 
in today's world yeah so you, you have today's you have world, uh, tweet can get you into uh, yeah and anything can be a manufactured tweet anything anywhere can be a manufactured tweet so we are uh, so i think we're going through this point where suddenly we have discovered the power of the medium i think in 2 3 5 years people will figure out how to use it right aajkal koi cheez ko retweet karne mein bhi sochna padta hai because aajkal there was this case where people were getting booked because they retweeted, retweeted somebody right yeah because retweeted yeah so essentially i think in the next five if it had happened 5 years later you know maybe it would have been thrown out if it happened 5 years ago it would have been thrown out we're at that point where you know anything can happen in any media is in you know you can invent anything in any media look i'm not like that anybody who knows me you knows uh, no no i mean you have done 50 companies now you have been yeah. part of 50 companies yeah. as investor you been i have 10 15000 employees across these companies and you know they know me and and they sit back and say who is this guy that is being written about it's not you is it i know what i have filed and and i know we are on extremely strong grounds on every single case that we filed it's expensive uh and so who are your lawyers in this who have i have different lawyers for okay. i have i'm using lawyers in delhi and bombay and you know pretty big name firms so they're uh, but these are again odd times even you know even the court doesn't know what to do you know so and finally in the end you know you have to figure out what you can do it's not even that the court you know that everybody is truly independent you have to figure out how to do it in a way where you actually you know can get your reputation defended it's okay but uh, i believe there's strong cases and my lawyers believe there are strong cases uh, it will take time because the, the timeline is not under anybody's control i also believe uh, that finally in the end your reputation will be made over a period of time there's a long life this 20 30 years more ahead you know and it's uh, these are things that uh, good bad or otherwise you know uh, people will say ha kuch tha par kuch aur kuch nahi hua you know it's 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 a strange time to live through i'm still processing some of it uh but it, it's it's okay i i think all you've got to do is is uh is stay bright and focus on your work and not if you get depressed it's not going to lead you anywhere exactly what yeah. what is what are you going to do you're going to feel bad and then what feel bad about what if you don't believe you've done anything wrong then you sit back and say what is this shit written about me and And I think one good thing is you have countered every point. I think you know a lot of people just don't say anything and you know just release one statement saying that oh I'm not going to talk. I think in your case you have put blogs, you have I've, responded I've to pretty much put it out there saying look, uh, and this was even before I got legal advice. So I said this is all crap, right? But now you have like you know people from various parties who are out there saying chalo you know and you know they're using a particular uh, microphone. Uh, to talk, it's all right. You know, you you just sit back and say, "Okay, yeah, let the court decide. Let's see what happens." Uh, and uh, I, you know, uh, it's not any big conspiracy thing. I I know clearly the guy who did it. You know, it's, and he knows, and he's told everybody he's he's done it also, right? He was going to do it. Because because he's told people that we know in common. Yeah, I did it. I got these people together. I did this, right? The stuff was published in sites that were run by another VC. who also is you know these guys work together right so these are people who have accepted that they've done it so there is no conspiracy because they have said ki ha humne kiya karna tha hmm right to ab kya hai so there are people who know who are doing this because you know they theek theek hai let me roll the dice and do this right but again look i don't have i'm not part of any party uh, my companies work for all of them i mean i have zero political alignment i have zero political ambitions i basically Want to do cool businesses? Yeah, Start satellite cool sounds really cool. Uh, whatever you know, and and try to make a difference. You know, uh, make some kind of impact. I mean, uh, 
I don't, I'm not a big believer in Apple products, but I really admire Steve Jobs, right? Uh, he was also my client, by the way, right? <laughs> in the US. Uh, and I think one of those cool things is, is like, can you make a dent in the universe? And to me, that's the cool thing. Yeah, Can you make a dent in the universe? So, sir, how do you think of yourself as a father? Now you have three boys. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I failed three times. But, you know, <laughs> I would have loved to have daughters, and each each time uh, I failed, right? So I have three boys. Uh, I so the youngest is Chaitanya, right? No, no, not Chaitanya. Ch- the eldest is Agni. Agni, no, and the second is Chan. Chan, sorry, Chan, Chan as in peace, and the third is Van as in forest. Okay, right. And uh, so I, I like to think I'm a good dad. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, spend as much time as I can with them. The eldest is out away in college. The the younger two I kind of see every day whenever and I can. And seven and uh, five. five yeah. Wow. 27 and five. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I like being a dad. Yeah. I just try to not be the dad that I had and then <laughs> be the dad that I'd like to be. So I think that's, uh, I had a really, really, really super strict dad. You know, one of those who had a huge problem if I got 97 on 100 said, you know, 99 for the three you did not get now yeah. uh, like you know from there to saying okay you know I think also education is a lot different today I mean I'm, I'm very glad it is not about I mean I, I look at the marks and all that like everybody is scoring what 550 I, I was reading this interview with some kid in Karnataka right who who said what I I got 519 on 525 and I was very disappointed in myself <laughs> which is why I asked for a re-evaluation <laughs> And I was reevaluated to get 524 on 525, and I'm slightly satisfied. But but I could have done better. Yeah, man. And then they may be even go in depression because yeah. of this. He got 524 on 525, and and he's okay now because. But he was earlier depressed because he got only 519 on 525 in this annual exams across. But I, what do I? I mean, those are yeah. the kind of numbers. And I said, that's crazy, right? So you know. Uh, Thankfully, I don't want to be that kind of dad that's, oh, beta, why did you not get 10%? <laughs> I, to me, you know, I've had a very healthy lack of respect for the education system that, that we all grew up in, even though I was part of it. I, I did not partake of it very much. Actually, <laughs> did you finally finish your bachelor's degree? No, I did. You and I are both 12th class passes. <laughs> so here we are on the podcast run by two illiterate, uneducated <laughs> people. people <laughs> giving people gyan. Man, that is ironic, right? <laughs> So, yeah, we're two 12th class pass. So, so, hai. Haan, yeah, yeah. Log hai, wo presentation kar rahe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I remember I once had this big, huge argument with my HR person, right, who came to me and said, uh, sir, we, uh, I want to suggest that we have a different salary policy for MBAs and non-MBAs. I said, yes, yes, I completely agree. <laughs> Let's come, no, 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 come with a proposal. So, the poor lady came with a proposal and said, you know, fully based, she says, I think there should be a 20% salary difference between MBAs and non-MBAs. I sat back and said, yes, I agree. And MBA should get 20% less. <laughs> She said, no, sir, I meant 20% more. I said, no, 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 20% less. And then she was very flummoxed. I said, yeah, you know, they come with all that crap that they learn, which it takes us 18 months to get out of their head. And that during that 18 months, if you assume a three-year time, we would be spending, you know, at least 20% more to re-educate them yeah, and they're exactly. not useful. So somebody who's uneducated, uh, you know, does not have the disadvantage of an MBA is actually 20% better than an MBA. So I agree they should be paid 20% more. So she withdrew her proposal at that point, never came back with that proposal again. <laughs> So, uh, and since then I've had, you know, in any company that I'm part of, I usually try to put this entire thing saying, you know, it's crazy for you to ask for education yeah. qualifications when the guy who funded you has none. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Exactly. exactly. 
I think I also think it's it's pretty insane that you know uh, whether it's a uh, Larry you know it's 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 Sir Oracle Gale, or, or yeah. Sergey or or you know Gates or whoever these are all guys you know who are dropouts in some way and uh, their HR managers want to have the highest qualification so it's it's almost like yeah it's cool you know if you want employees who don't become anything other than employees you look for the highly qualified people who who want safety 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 and hence got the qualification 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 but you want entrepreneurial people. Then you look for the people like you and maybe me who are very able to take risks and saying, yeah, we don't need the safety net. Exactly. Right. So it depends on what kind of people you want to hire. I think we'll talk at some point. You know, but Infosys is the kind of a company that has always hired safe people. Well, Wipro is the kind of company who's always hired these people who have entrepreneurial dreams. Right. Yeah. So you'll find so many companies have come out of Wipro. Nothing has come out of Infosys. Yeah, Infosys mein hai abhi, ah, yes. But that's, I'm saying these are traditional. Right? And even though both companies are very successful, both companies are very large, they have similar market caps, right? Uh, so I'm not saying one is right or one is wrong. It depends what you, if you want people who will never leave you, then hire highly educated people who really care about their education because they are very risk averse. They don't want to leave a job. But if you want people who actually become entrepreneurial, start businesses, become larger, don't really look for education. Hmm. That's not your big differentiator. That's a very good way Look to for people who have the ability to take risk all through their life. And really, you know, that's what I quiz them. And when I interview somebody, what do you, how do you interview an entrepreneur? Yeah, you just basically sit back and say, okay, what is your ability to take risk? Now you, when you say that, no, I will say I can take risk. No, but you don't ask it that way. You ask it, say, tell me your story. Hmm. And in your mind, you sit back and say, all right, is this person somebody with an ability to take risk? So you really... I mean, I've learned this art of interviews over a period of time. So tell me a story, right? And then you look for those things, right? Where somebody has had the ability to go against the norm, to be able to stand up when somebody else is shouting at them, to be able to stand up against the tide. And I think those are the things that make a difference, right? Finally, in the end, you want that person with you, not somebody who will fold saying, Bhiya, whatever it is. Similarly, it's like, you know, friends. So after this nonsense has happened over the last year and a half, a bunch of people have stopped talking to me. <laughs> I said, okay, that's cool. Now I know because you're doing See, the same thing. I also thing. don't like to talk to you. I don't talk to you for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, oh, okay, you know, because it's the safe thing to not talk to them. So you say, okay, fine. That's okay. So you say, you sit back and say, all right, so maybe you're risk averse. Because you say, boss, if I talk to you, then lokya kahenge. Hmm. You know, maybe I'm supporting you, and you're an evil man, or whatever it is, right? So I think uh, these are times where you you actually kind of figure out what's at the core of the other exactly. person. There's no judgment. You just sit back and say, okay, if this person's risk averse, he'll be a good employee. Yeah. So I think uh, depending on the kind of uh, entrepreneur you are, you hire people that way, right? And there is no particular right or wrong way. I prefer hiring risk takers, entrepreneurial people. Uh, in fact, the, uh, the phrase that I always use is what is, uh, what is your comfort with ambiguity? As it, as you know, to me, that's a good test of the kind of person you are. If I told you do X, right? And you have no idea how to do it. Will you still get it done? Or will you say, no, give me detailed directions? Because if I, to give you detailed directions, then I might as well do it myself, yeah. right? So whether it's in an executive assistant or whatever, you know, I, I look for that ability to say, what is your comfort with ambiguity? Because I don't have the time to give you detailed directions. The world is grey. It's not white or black. So yeah, and also be... there are so many paths and forks in the future that you have no idea where things are going that things will change on on the spur of the minute. So I want to know if you can think on your feet and if you can, you know, that's, and if you're okay with that, you're comfortable with it. Not just can you deal with ambiguity, mm. but for a lot of people who are control freaks or, you know, uh, they really need to be on top. I need to know what's happening. I think you have to be comfortable with the fact that you don't know. 
Right, Sir, also, also on the fact that you know, on this thing that you don't know, you've been very, very vocal on this one company, Flipkart. Hmm. Of course, whatever happened to it. Hmm. So, what, what happened? Log bolte because you missed that investment. Kya story kya? Why I didn't did you not it. like Flipkart? I think we never missed the investment. We we saw it. We turned it down, and that's perfectly right. I think, and uh, you know, more part of them, they they finally sold and they got a good price. Uh, but I I believe in in you know in finally the final note. If we do this. Let's say five years from now in 2023, we will find that Amazon rules the place and Walmart is nothing, right? I think we were extremely lucky to get Walmart because if that had not worked, so so are there any other Indian companies out of your investments which you like in terms of what they do? Oh yeah, lots. I really think what PTM is doing is cool. I don't have a single rupee in PTM. I think uh, earlier I was not very impressed with Ola. I'm increasingly impressed uh, with how they've actually managed, you know, do stuff in India. Different from just copying what uh, what Uber has done. Play has been really cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, different stuff. You know, it's uh, the fact that they have this OTP and stuff, and it actually has a value. While often with Uber, you you miss the need for an OTP and stuff. I, I like what they've done, and I don't have any a single rupee in. I have nothing about. Look, uh, all my investments have been in Indian companies, so it's not like I hate Indian companies. It's just that I have this entire belief that there's a bunch of guys who came out as copycats. And stayed as copycats, and with the sole idea of exiting the company and selling out to somebody else, right? Mm. Uh, and in the case of Flipkart, they 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 were able to do that. They were able to exit and you know uh, increase the stakes to such a point. And I, I believe also, you know, that for whatever it's worth, Amazon actually kept being part of that bidding deal to raise a price till you know Walmart paid a nosebleed sixteen billion. Uh, you know, more part of Walmart. I I still think, and I'm betting. I'm happy to bet you a. A nice lunch anywhere in the world in the restaurant. When we talk five years from now, Amazon will be at least you know three times the size of Walmart in India, right? If not more. And I'm happy to you know uh, do that. So I still believe Amazon will be the Amazon of me. That doesn't change. I think there's one bet which I'm going to lose. Remember, we had a bet on Facebook versus Google also. Yes, yes, yes. We had a bet on Facebook versus Google. Who's going to be bigger? And I think. Uh, uh, you owe me a big one. No, that. Abhi actually Zuckerberg bada ho gaye. He became the like most richest man and all that. What happens from that? What happens from that? What happens It was not about Zuckerberg versus Saga and, and Larry. It was about yeah, actually, Facebook versus Google. Actually, maybe I have lost. I don't know what uh, his expiry date was. But yeah, but I remember that I had betted on Facebook and you had betted on Google. Google. And yeah, and, and for example, and I, I literally, I, you know, I own some fa- uh, Google. I don't own any Facebook. Stock, right? So, uh, so I actually literally put my money uh, where my mouth is. I, I, I don't own any Apple stock, even though I, I would have made more money. And then, you know, that's okay. You, uh, Apple stock is one of those things that, to me, uh, you know, has defied gravity for a long time. So, Indian companies you talked of, Paytm and Ola. Uh, yeah, and, what else? and 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 I see new companies all the time doing interesting stuff. So, companies where even where I don't have uh, a particular stake in. You know, I, I, the companies that, that that are really small that I'm hoping to invest in that that I don't want to name as yet. Uh, there are among the larger companies, I think what Mahindra is doing is is pretty interesting and okay. Uh, I think Tata is you know was clueless for a long time in its motor cars is getting to, beginning to get its act back. Though I think what they did with the Nano was tragic, and I believe now they're really designing and up upscaling their cars to they can they can be a bigger bit of a competitor. So I think we are getting there with with this global competition. We are suddenly believing in innovating as opposed to doing copy paste and and being safe. And I think the big change that has probably happened in the last five years in India is that we had this entire services mentality. Ki job U.S. We had what we call the SM. So what NASCOM calls the IT sector, I call the 
एस एम के सेक्टर keep traveling around the world every time i open facebook you are in some random place recently you had gone to croatia actually yeah, you had been to croatia right yes 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 you have of course <laughs> croatia is now in the world cup final yeah, yeah. and you end up in the most like crazy places and you have this whole thing on which countries you can travel without a visa and all that so yeah, what yeah. is it with you ansu and travel ansu ansu right ansu 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 it's uh, spelled a n s o yeah, ansu ansu but it's pronounced ansu yeah so i like travel uh, ansu is my partner she is the mother of two of my kids uh, she likes travel uh, we travel together we travel apart uh, so tra- you almost every month you are out right yeah. is it almost every month yeah every month so it's one of those things where earlier i used to go out for like two months of the year and now i you know i i try to travel for about 100 days a year but i probably go 10 days at a time but 10 times a year right out of the country uh yeah i i should be you know when you're born with an indian passport you're born with the fact that you can't travel to too many places and visas used to be a huge problem but now they're less and less of a problem right now there are uh, 59 countries you can travel to without a prior visa right so you can in half of them you don't need a visa and half of them you get a visa on arrival so that's a pretty cool thing and uh, and then on top of that if you add if you have a us visa or you have a uk visa there's another 20 30 countries that open up for you so i like to travel i i don't do the five star travel stuff for me travel is about hacking travel you know yeah you, you always find the cheapest tickets find the yeah you know how do i find an airline where i can find three three seats you telling me you paid 17000 for a us bombay new york bombay yeah, yeah bombay new york bombay i spent uh, yeah I got two tickets for fifty-two thousand. It was twenty-six thousand a yeah. ticket. R- round trips, two round trips for fifty-two thousand, twenty-six thousand each. Bombay, New York, Bombay. So and that was seventeen thousand plus tax. Ah, uh, plus tax, yeah. correct. And uh, I tweeted, and everybody else got on the same plane as me because that ticket was available for that price that day. And and these are available around. So, uh, I and it's great. I mean, I I've been spending. Uh, lots of time in Netherlands. I've been setting up branches of few of my companies there. I've been spending time in Europe, uh, of late. Uh, so which are the five like you know places which are not the america not europe the, the really out you know out of the world places which you have been to you recommend people to go to i uh, you know my favorite place is antarctica i have spent 4 5 days there antarctica uh, yeah i visa, had do you need a visa uh, the really cool thing is you don't need a visa for antarctica because nobody owns antarctica <laughs> there is no passport checkpoint in antarctica you need that hey nahi but you have to go somewhere to go there right yeah, yeah. so i I, to... i went from argentina Okay. Uh, but you can go from anywhere you can go from you know from australia you can go from but chile but you need an australian visa right yeah. argentina visa is required no yeah you need a, need a visa oh. to argentina or chile or uh, well you can take a boat from india and go straight to antarctica <laughs> nobody can stop you right uh you, it's okay. not a country. i mean in fact the coolest thing in antarctica that you realize it's maybe some kind of picture of our global future is that i remember going to the, the russian science stations there are little science stations you know you go in there he takes your password and stamps it and i had chai there and i walked out and he stamps it on the way out then you go next door Ooh, to you have entered to, the countries each yeah but you go to the french uh, uh, science station and they stamp because you've entered france and leave so essentially you walk from russia to france to chile and they're 50 yards from each other wow <laughs> right because and and the rest of antarctica belongs so to the penguin where do you stay 
So you can't stay in hotels in Antarctica. You stay on the ship. Ah. So you take a small zodiac boat, go to land or ice or whatever it is, and then you come back. And uh, but today it's much easier. You can fly to Antarctica and back. You can yeah, fly Antarctica from Chile. is one. Which is the Antarctica other place. is one. Then I my uh, one of my favorite places in the world is uh, the Masai Mara in in Kenya. Mm. Uh, I spend a lot of time there. Been there a couple of times. I really loved it there. Uh, so that in entire Kenya, Masamara, Serengeti, uh, that, that place is pretty beautiful. Uh, I spent a lot of time. I've gone maybe four, five, six times to Laos and especially to this little town called Luang Prabang. Laos is next to, uh, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. East so, of, west yeah. of Thailand. Yeah. Again, interestingly, no visa. So you, you actually go to Thailand. Uh, you can get a visa on arrival and you fly to Laos, you get a visa on arrival. So no prior visa needed for either of them. Uh, and Laos is, uh, I, I spent some time growing up in the northeast of India. Uh, when I was uh, when I was young, it really reminds me of the northeast of India in the seventies and eighties. It's still beautiful, and you know. So I really suggest go to Luang Prabang if you can in uh, Laos. It's it's really really beautiful. Uh, where else? I spent I've gone uh, spent uh, some time quite some time in Zanzibar, which is off Tanzania, and it's pretty pretty beautiful. Uh, I've uh, I, I, I spent a week in the Galapagos Islands, which Ooh. is off Ecuador. Uh, Again, it, you've got to figure out a way to hack it because it's usually very expensive. But uh, you know, uh, write to me or find me on 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 LinkedIn or whatever, and I'll tell you how, how to hack it. It's it's incredible because you actually see the theory of evolution that Darwin, you know, brought out in front of you. Because you go to five different islands, you'll see how one tortoise has evolved five different ways. One bird has evolved five different ways in Zanzibar. No, in the Galapagos, Galapagos Islands. Sorry. So it's really interesting. The same tortoise. The interesting thing is that the islands are a freak of nature. They're a thousand kilometers away from the nearest landmass. And they're at least 5, 10, 20 kilometers from each other. So nobody, birds and animals can't fly easily from one to the other. So what's grown up on one island has, so essentially about a thousand years ago, some way lots of animals landed up on these islands from elsewhere. And because they couldn't go to each other, they all evolved differently on each island. So you go from one island to another to another. All the same, they all look different. The same animal looks different because it's evolved differently on every island. One island has sand dunes, so the tortoise shell is different. One island has, uh, uh, you know, three foot high grass, so the tortoise head is different. So, so you wow, actually see evolution that. in action in, in the Galapagos. And again, interestingly, that place has been free of any exploitation or hunting for the last 60 years. So the animals are not scared of humans. Mm. So you go into the water, the seals and, you know, come up and brush themselves against you. The penguins swim with you. There are penguins in the Galapagos, right? The animals aren't scared of you. So it's, it's really, uh, wow. Uh, so that's so Antarctica, Laos, Galapagos, uh, Kenya, Zanzibar. I can keep naming, man. I've been to some 90 out of, I, I still have a long way to go. And do still, you also try different foods when you go there? What's yeah, your favorite yeah. food? Favorite? I, I try everything, man. Uh, of course, curd rice would be your favorite, given that you're... I'm a tambram, but yeah, yeah, curd rice is comfort food. Tarishadam, <laughs> as we say. But I've tried weird food. And, and I know some of your listeners will hate me for this. Okay, I went to North Korea. Ah. One, of, one of the things that you eat in North Korea, I'm sorry, is that you eat dogs, right? Ooh. So, uh, you've, I've eaten crickets uh, in Cambodia, insects. Uh, the world's worst tasting food is this atrocious fish dish called hekar that you eat in Iceland. I've eaten that. Uh, it, it makes you feel really... Why people eat it, I don't know. Because they tell you it is the world's worst food and you try it and you know it is the world's worst food. <laughs> and they have this herring also, which is like the smelliest food yeah, or that, whatever. It's right? called, yeah, yeah. You, you went to Iceland sometime yeah. too, I remember. And you saw the Northern Lights too from there. So I eat everything and I have no dietary restrictions. I've, but I've discovered great, great food from around the world. So I really like... Uh, so one of the interesting things is I actually will go to some place to eat food. So 
my eldest son and I were big fans of Khausway, which is Burmese Khausway. So I remember I spent a week in Burma looking for Khausway till no, till I forgot nobody knows Khausway there. It's a sub, it's a Singaporean dish and the guys in Burma don't know what Khausway is. Oh God, I didn't know that too. So I was really thinking. Yeah, so I went and said Khausway. So what is it? <laughs> nobody knows. It's like looking for, uh, you know, chop suey in, in China. Nobody, yeah, knows, nobody what knows what chop is. Chicken Manchurian. Or, yeah. Or, or looking for chicken tikka masala in India. It's a British dish. You know, chop suey is an American dish, right? Chicken tikka masala is a British dish. Nobody in India knows what chicken tikka masala or is. Or right? curry. If they come oh, curry. I want curry. Yeah, curry, man. I don't know what curry is. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, I'll eat anything. And uh, I really like, uh, I discovered Thai food a long, long time ago. Uh, Vietnamese food, Cambodian food. I really like the, that mix of flavors, Indonesian food. Uh, I will eat anything here. You know, I have no no particular... Uh, but, you know, I remember one thing which I learned from you. You used to, when we were flying in jet airways, yeah. and they used to come and give the breakfast tray. And then you used to order one more breakfast. I was hungry. Do you do that now? Yeah, I eat a little less today. I've been trying this. So he used to order it. Then I realized that they used to come and give him. I'm like, well, this is possible. Yeah. I didn't know. Another interesting hack I'll tell you is that, you know, nowadays food has become so crap. Right, because when you like, first of all, I mean, many, many places have to pay for it. But even if you're in an airline where you don't pay for it, and the food comes crap, to you, yeah. right? So the trick to making sure that you get good food is just order something from any special menu. Ah, right. So you can say, I want a, a Hindu chicken dish or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? The thing is that the chef will make it differently. Ah. Everything is is made by a machine. You'll get the same crap that one non-veg or veg. So don't ask for non-veg and don't ask for veg. Just ask, ask for, for anything else. So, for example, I will ask for a salt-free dish with salt on the side. <laughs> right? You will get it, man. It's good because we made that way, right? <laughs> special banana pada. Oh, special banana pada. At least somebody put their brains into it, right? Yes. So that's a simple hack. It doesn't cost you anymore. But just ask for a non-standard dish. Mm, I will take that idea now. And yeah. another thing that you I, I do very often is I take less popular airlines. I mean, Singapore Airlines is very popular to fly to Singapore. But you very take expensive. Malaysian, you will get uh, nobody flies it here. Yeah? So you get three seats at the back in every flight to sleep on it here. Yeah? Mm. You get to sleep on it. Similarly, you know, take Air India. Well, everybody thinks it's unfashion. You get three seats in the economy for the price of one and you know and, and you get good food and you get to sleep all the way and it doesn't matter if you know the air hostess is not as fashionable as she is on some other airlines. When you sleep it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, so. it's like business class for the price of economy because you're sleeping here horizontally. Wow. So, so what are the other such life hacks for you? Uh I I travel a lot. I drive in every country in the world. I mean, I discovered that the Indian license works everywhere in the world except some two or three countries. In Indonesia, you can. And you travel it. light. You don't take check-in luggage. Yeah, never check-in baggage. So my entire thing is never check-in baggage. So no check-in baggage ever, ever, right? And so even my kids know that. So I I remember once going to Laos. I'm with, forcing my wife to to figure that out because she travels with check-in luggage all the time. So, uh, the, the rule is that no, I will not travel. You you travel check-in baggage, you come on a different flight. Because the thing is, you don't have check-in baggage. You can check in late. You can walk out early. You can yeah. change flights. Otherwise, you you'll uh, one hour between flights. Yeah, my baggage didn't make it. This that you know. Uh, not worth it. Not worth not worth it. So it doesn't matter. Travel light, just a backpack or one one rollerboard. Uh, Drive everywhere in the world. I think other than Japan and Indonesia, I've never needed to have a international driver's license. I've worked on an Indian license anywhere in the world. You just go rent a car, rent a two-wheeler, rent a bike. You love driving. I love driving. 
टू व्हीलर फोर व्हीलर वट एवर आई हैव लाइसेंस डू यू आल्सो लाइक हैव अ लाइक अ फार्म हाउस समवेयर इन आई हैव अ फार्म आई आई बैक टू द फार्म आई हैव आई हैव नाउ ट्रैक नाउ टेकिंग आई एम राइडिंग फ्रॉम हियर बेंगलोर कोयंबटूर इन अ कपल ऑफ वीक्स सो आई हैव अ बिग बाइक सो हार्डली दिस व्हिच वन इज नो 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 आई हैव अ एफ्रिका ट्विन अ होंडा एफ्रिका ट्विन सो दी द बाइक it's one it's like the suv of bikes one mm-hmm. of those things i used to read about 20 years ago and they launched it and, and where is your farm house it's uh, between bombay and pune it's oh, yeah. uh, near that there's a imagica and yeah, near, yeah. Kapali, so near the highway it's off the highway off the highway, off yeah. the highway. again it's a uh, it's a small place uh, where actually it's not in, entirely you know i we only eat what we grow Wow. and it's completely organic wow. or that's so, amazing yeah so uh, it's a nice place to run away every weekend and spend two days there the really interesting thing uh, for a complete digital geek like me is there is no data there is no phone <laughs> right so, so that's your digital nirvana ha to essentially the planning i have to do is yaar jo bhi email shemail karna yahan karke mere ko jana hai because wahan kuch hai nahi and uh, so it's really interesting uh, you know once i had to go do some email so i had to drive the car some 14 kilometers away from the farm <laughs> literally hold the phone and do my email and, and then, then go back. back you know like you know also when i used to hold the tv antenna so and and that's really interesting so you enter and so you have read so many books any three books you would recommend anyone which people should read if you uh, have to give only three it keeps changing from you know when I was 14 care. i would have given you different yeah, books abhi kya hai abhi kya hai so i think uh uh you know I would really think that uh, this is weird. Random little book I read called "The Hundred Year Life," written by two guys at some British university. Mm. It's not particularly well written, but it's a really interesting that thing that talks about what if we're all many of us are going to live to be ninety and hundred years old. What will our lives be like? How will our retirement look like? Exactly. And how do we plan for this? If we're going to work till seventy-five, eighty, what are the kind of jobs we will do? Where will we we do it? We will be will you and I be sitting in Bali having, you know, a cup of tea or whatever, and then talking about life and doing work from there? Uh, what will our grandkids do? What will our uh, relationships and life be like? And that's one interesting thing that's worth thinking about, mm. because literally in our generation, Vishy, I mean, at what age did your dad stop working? Yeah, maybe fifty, fifty-five. I don't know what, right? Yeah. Uh, you will work. You're what forty something. Forty one, forty two. So you have another forty years of work. So mm. you will work for thirty years more than your dad did. Easily, yeah, right. So that basically is completely different. So hence, how do you deal with your kids, and you know what happens with them, and uh, you know you're going to be three or four generations. Uh, the society has to reset itself. Completely. Not just that your finances reset itself. How do you plan for this retirement? It's actually much. Once upon a time, you had to save till you're fifty-two because after that, you know, but you're going to earn till you're eighty, hmm. right? It changes everything. It, your mobility changes. I think that's one thing that's really. So that's one book, Hundred Year Life. It's called the Hundred Year Life. That's pretty thought-provoking. It doesn't answer too many questions, but it asks lots of them. It, it opens up your head. Uh, I think what else? I've been. Uh, I, I I read uh, uh, this really interesting book about execution called The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Yeah, from uh, uh, Horowitz. Guy. Horowitz yeah. from Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, it's again one of the things things I'm terrible at. I'm really terrible at execution. I think I'm much more of a guy who thinks up stuff and starts things in process. But I at least recognize that I. suck at execution and i have to hire people who are far better executors than me and who can carry things through i'm a good starter but then i have learned how to mm. find people who are finishers right uh, you know i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, i'm maybe more the sehwag and somebody else has to be the dhoni to finish things up right so 
uh, I think uh, that's that's one really interesting book that talks about the fact that it doesn't matter how you start. Mm. So it just shows you that I'm, you know, it, sh- it showed me that I may have thought that I was a cat's whiskers, but I'm not. What really matters is pulling through and and uh, and working through, uh, uh, you know, all this crap. Uh, what else? Uh, it's going to be hard pressed to come up with uh, a third book. Come on, I yeah, books. I read uh, so many. Yeah, I, I still read two, three a week. I'll come up. We'll okay. continue this conversation. I'll come up with <laughs> yeah, yeah, two okay. more. Even two books is fine yeah. enough. Yeah. So, if you had to only take three things with you, uh, which is one, it cannot be a mobile phone. What will be the three things you will carry with you? I mean, do I have to take clothes or something, or is that? No, no, no clothes. Uh, okay. So, uh, three objects. Okay, let's. What are the three objects you will carry with you? I would take some object object that allows me to play music and uh, no electronics. No electronics, so sorry. <laughs> changing the damn thing here. Uh, I uh, okay, it's pretty straightforward. Then I would. Uh, I figured that what I can do is uh, uh, no electronics means I can't pick a book. So I, you know, I so I'll pick a pair of shoes with good soles so I can walk. Okay, and walk long distances. Or climb or whatever I have to. I'll pick a pair of binoculars so I can see mm-hmm. whatever I can see, and I can see more than uh, others. Uh, I'd uh, take uh, paper and a pen which doesn't end, so I can write or draw. Or whatever. Yeah, so, so the three yeah. things I take, and that's where the traveler in you comes up, and the adventurer in you comes traveler, up. Traveler, writer, right? whatever. Yeah, yeah. Given that you cut out like electronics, which means I. <laughs> I <laughs> can't take music, I can't take my Kindle, I can't take any of my books, I can't take my texture, I can't take no, my magazines. The, the, the fact that you picked a binoculars means a lot, right? I mean, why do you, you, you want to see the future or you want I to want see, to see far further ahead? I travel a lot and for me, uh, for me, the visual thing is, is really... So if you had a time machine, you could go back and change three things in your life, what would that be? I wouldn't change anything, man. I've gone through crap. It's a time machine, you time machine. Se. It has to be three things in my life or three oh, things in three the world. Things, anyway, okay, chalo, in the world. If, ideally in your life, but if you can't in your life, then in the world. I, I think my my life isn't that particularly, you know, uh, world changing. But if I was... Picture, picture balani pad aapke pe, if, I, if, if there are things in the world that I could possibly see, if, if I could change, I would uh, uh, see if it was uh, possible to Stop apartheid in some way. Stop okay. uh, racism in some way. You know that apartheid hmm. is one or any hmm. kind of racism. If it was possible to uh, maybe stop the death of uh, M K Gandhi, yeah, that would have been a very different. We would have been a different country. I think uh, that really impacted us in a lot of ways. The death of Gandhi. Uh, what else would I have changed? I would have uh, seen if. Uh, we could have won the 62 war with China in some way. Mm. Yeah, nobody thinks about that. These are things, I mean, before I was born, but I think these are three things. The death of Gandhi has impacted us hugely. The, de- the loss to China impacted us hugely and uh, racism still continues to impact Everywhere us Everywhere in the world even yeah. now. Yeah, so these forms. are things that, you know, the entire thing of one race being superior to others, one religion being superior to others. I think these are things that have really, really killed us. And these are Is there that, any favorite quote of yours? Uh, no man, I don't have it. There's no no. Hey, you story. write such amazing tweets. Itna witty. Yeah, sab log sochte rehte ki itna sab tweet kahan se banate ho. Main wo khud banata hu. Yeah. Toh hi toh toh koi toh achhat quote hoga. 
मैं लिखता हूँ इतना मतलब देर इज नो पर्टिकुलर कोट देर नथिंग दैट कम्स टू माइंड आई थिंक सच थिंग आई डिफरेंट हीरोज वैन आई वॉज आई थिंक फोर्टीन एन रैंड वॉज अ हीरो एंड वैन आई वॉज ट्वेंटी फोर यू नो मे एटीन एज अ कैसे एंड सो एवरी यू नो टेन ईयर्स अगो आई रियली लाइक William Gibson five years ago I really like Neil Stephenson so Now, you are already saying ki abhi aapko to 85 tak kaam karna hai so where do you see yourself 20 years 30 years from now what kaam matlab kaam karna hai not because i have to matlab my point is where do you see yourself 20 years from now i really have no idea man you know i have been spectacularly unable to predict any part of my life spectacularly unable to plan any part of my life right so when i dropped out of college at the age of 17 35 years ago I had no idea I'd be sending things into space or doing music videos or you know uh, creating beer companies or whatever or whatever or writing stuff or you know or having like six lakh followers. I I I had no idea. Yeah. These are not things that were planned. So the only thing I would probably figure out is that I would be doing something. I have no idea at fifty-two. What wow. I'll be doing thirty years from now, <laughs> because at twenty-two I had no idea no what I'd be doing now. Exactly, yeah. And I've been like going, or even India ten years ago, to Hong Kong, to yeah. s- to US, back to even India. Even ten years ago, Vishy, at uh, it was two thousand and eight. I was uh, we just uh, in the first seed fund, and we were doing. I think we were just on Carvali Red Bus, not too many other companies, uh, and I had no idea that I'd be doing this kind of stuff. Then, so ten years ago, I had no idea what I'd be doing. So we asked me twenty, thirty years from now, not no a clue. Idea. But experience would seem to suggest that it has no relation to what I'm doing. <laughs> what you're going to do today? To what I'm doing today? No movie so, director, or you'll just get. Into I would a, like to do that. Yeah, you know. Of course, listening. you have said you'll not get into politics, but you never know. I have know. no interest in politics. Kuch bhi ho sakta. Yeah, but you know, it's not something I, I, I have no particular desire to be a leader of people. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm happy to be a like a bringer of change in some way at the back end. There are, yeah. I mean, I know what I'm not capable of. So, so what is the last gadget you bought which is worth under ten thousand? Uh, I don't buy expensive gadgets. So oh, under ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my last gadget I bought was something I bought for I think nine uh, euros. Nine euros. Nine euros. Okay. Nine euros. Yeah, is, that think, qualifies. Seven hundred rupees. Yeah. Uh, and i just bought a clip on microscope for the phone which uh, allows my kids to really look close up at insects <laughs> or anything that is small so you actually clip it onto your phone camera okay it's a little microscope it has a small light in it okay. so 9 euros 99 or something so literally it you, can make a microscope of your phone you can just put it yeah, on yeah it basically turns your phone lens. into a microscope so uh, you know they keep uh, you know torturing ants and other random insects and mosquitoes and and flies and all that right so i just think uh, i just got that last week that mm. was the last uh, object about which is mm. i think a clip on microscope for a mobile phone that mm. allows my kids to look at flies and mosquitoes and ants clearer yeah so let's say that all these people who have put all these allegations on you if you had the option to ask them three questions what will those three questions be i am not interested in asking me anything kuch to question puchoge No questions at all. I, you know, I know why they're doing it. What, you know? No, so the, so the question will be why you are doing it. I, I know. already know the answer. No, but why would I ask them that? So, so I, you know, so here's the thing, right? I think uh, I learned a long time ago that the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. Yes, right. So I don't love them. 
I mean different. And different, I don't care. I'll deal with it. I mean, yeah, there are issues. No, so I there's no with. questions to ask. What I mean, I, um, I don't like if they're there. I mean, different. Like, okay, you're there. No, yeah. it's okay. You don't matter. I think when you hate, it that's shows that you're concerned, and, and it's that, a different kind that's of love. When you get into revenge, and that, yeah, that's I all that. No, yeah, no, no particular thing. I know why they did it, uh, and that's about it. That's yeah. okay. I don't need to know anything else. So I, I understand that yeah. pretty well. I have a reasonably strong, you know, sense of so I, there's nothing. I'm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So it's okay. I I think uh, I have a bunch of people. So they are your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe I'm their enemy. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But they are not my enemy. I don't. Uh, you know. I. It's it's okay. I mean, you. There are people you love, and there are people who don't matter. Yeah. There are people, and that's all it is. And and I, it's a. I know I'm saying it's a hundred year life, but you just focus on the people you love. Yeah, exactly. Focus yeah. on the positivity, right? There'll be it's not only positive. You just focus on the people you love. There may be yeah. something about a kid you don't like. It's yeah. not necessarily positive, but you love your kid. Yeah, right. So you you focus on whatever you you focus on that. You you know don't get into ye mera dushman hai, main iski main baat lagaunga and all that. It's okay. It's okay. all right. But I must say that it has been an absolute pleasure. I think you know time just flew. We had so many talks. क्या क्या हमने बात किया बट आई थिंक वॉट वी आर गोन टू एट द एंड ऑफ दिस शो इज डू समथिंग वेरी यूनिक द पीपल मे बी आफ्टर लिस्निंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट दे कुड ट्वीट अस एंड आस्क एनी क्वेश्चन यू वॉन्ट एंड आई एम श्योर महेश बींग महेश ऑन ट्विटर फेसबुक लिंकडन एनी वेयर वुड बी मोर देन हैप्पी टू गिव यू मोर आंसर्स एंड मोर क्वेश्चन एंड मोर थिंग्स आई थिंक आई बीन एबल टू कवर क्वाइट अ लॉट एक्चुअली दिस इज पॉसिबली आर लॉन्गेस्ट एवर एपिसोड विद almost 2 hours and 15 minutes yeah so i But, mean if there are people <coughs> who suffer from add attention deficiency syndrome they should tune into this episode right i think i'm looking at it's 2 hours and something and and counting and uh, you've got to be extremely unemployed to be listening now at this point in time you've spent 2 hours on this please get a job ye velo look ke liye humne banaya hai actually so these are for ke liye hi banaya hai so these are for the employed people who are vela exactly Unemployed exactly people. so that they get inspired to do something i else like i like your targeting and your focusing hello vela vela log ye aapke this podcast is for the velas so of the world so that you no longer remain vela and do something with your life learning from life lessons from my god the super successful and the super smart uh, stop talking about yourself <laughs> But it has been an absolute pleasure, Mamu. Thanks, Vishnu. All the best for all the things you're doing in the future. Thanks, Vishnu. And as awesome. I said, we will always remain Mamu and Vishnu. Yes, <laughs> yes. I I look forward to spending many more nights in bed with you, Vishnu. Absolutely. <laughs> look at him blushing. <laughs> Absolutely. It is so. We much just fun. had permission the last few episodes. I so understand. We, we are not afraid of any of this. I'm I'm not afraid either. <laughs> well, I hope uh, that by the time the show goes out, we will have a positive judgment, and three seven seven will be repealed. Uh, this is for all of uh, the other human beings who are. not uh, yeah. uh, heterosexual or straight or whatever else it is i just simply hope that in our yeah. lifetime we can get rid of all this yeah. uh, and all i can tell you mamu is don't change ever i think we love you exactly the way you are thank you so be, much man be yourself and be the force i never seriously <laughs> i never seriously considered changing but thanks so much no but don't change tell all us. right thanks a lot thanks bye. so much thanks bye Long, long ago, not in Bethlehem, but in a place nearby, there was a wonderful birth of a huge show, which I like to call Cyrus Says, a show that encapsulates everything in human history, from the first Homo sapien to the last Homo sapien. 
uh, who's traversed the entire world and then come back to India. This is a show which tells you everything about everything. If you want to know, avoid Google. Come to us. It's called Cyrus Says. Get new episodes every Monday and Thursday on the IVM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's simple as A B. Oh God, what comes after that? Yeah. It's IVM here. Let's go. We the IVM kids on the block over here. Just to talk, taking a break from. Producing all day, coming on this podcast because we got stuff to say. IBM Daily is the name of the show. Monday to Friday, we ready to go. Talking about stuff in our head. We might even talk about our favorite bread. Signing out, it's IBM here, the podcast network that's in your ear. Catch IBM Daily Monday to Friday on the IBM Podcast app or wherever you get your podcast. Sure.